I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine Biggie never had faith. I felt like Diddy when the cash came. I'm doing numbers now with these notes, man. I never had a hundred pounds. I was 23 with a hundred foul. I ain't playing with chips, put a hundred down. Everything's changed. Four by fours, everything's range. I don't chase girls, only Henny gets chased. When they want to wave, I ask, we get waved. And that's every day. See, that's one thing that people complain about with the show a lot. And I don't blame them. It's the sound. We're not sound savvy on this show yet. We're still trying to figure it out. We don't have a studio. Um, last week, uh, I know you guys heard me. I sounded like I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was broadcasting from the the gates of heaven. But um, <laughs> I was like, hello, hello, hello. The echo, echo. Yeah, it was a lot of reverb. Um, last week, we ran into... Uh, bajillion issues a multitude of mishaps norm couldn't get to his mics uh the camera couldn't be couldn't film because it was too dark well we We couldn't get to the mics because we couldn't get the key to get into the space to record where the mics were where we usually record um which we are here now yes and um yeah and then the, the mics that we did have that zamor brought was usb it was just a lot <laughs> we went through a lot to get you guys. No, we that were also using iPhone mics. We had to use iPhone mics eventually, which actually <laughs> don't Boy sound I. too bad. Like I, the Mac only problem with iPhone mics, I can see, is that they captured the sound all around. Like there's no mm. direction. You see what I'm saying? Like so, when you were trying to overlap it all, it just it was like just they, it was catching everybody. <sighs> it was catching everyone. So that's why I sounded like. It was just catching it like like Takashi. <laughs> it sounds like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. I'm Morgan Freeman. I am but yeah, God. Man, um, we're working on it. We're trying to make it better for you guys. Uh, I'm trying to keep my eyes on this sound record so I can see when we're like hitting those reds. You know what they say? You need hitting the reds. It's too much. So um, I think okay. I got a good. We gotta watch for the peaks. The peaks. No peaks. Gotta watch for the peaks. We can peak, just not, not all time peak. Yes. Not twenty four seven peak. I want. I want. Uh, I won't pronounce my p's too hard. Yes. He- I don't know why that just reminded me of this movie I saw. Um, I guess because it was a mountain peak. You ever seen that movie about the the Chilean soccer team? Was it Chilean soccer team? Alive. What? Is that what it's called? Where they, when they crash when and they then cra- they had to and eat, eat each, each other's, other's ass? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, not eat each other's ass. That's, no, that was the first thing I they went for. I think that was love and hip-hop. But, uh, no, that's <laughs> the first. They had to eat the ass because that's like the, the most tender. It's the most tender meat. So when you, when you kill somebody, <laughs> so when the purge happens and the foods run out, we're all going to die. We got to start eating the friends. Friends are dead. Family members are dead. We got to choose who we're eating. Yep. First thing we got to do is eat ass. Yeah. No, Janae Yoko did not start this Jamaicans thing. It was the Chilean, right it was the Chilean soccer players. Jamaicans are dead. <laughs> Jamaicans are going to be the first ones wiped out. Fire. 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 Fire.
Yeah, you don't. Menoniam, nothing. Menoniam, but you may not play number two. I saw a guy, <laughs> literally a Jamaican man, say, um, what is it? He said, um, number, first he said number one, mm-hmm. and then he said number second. <laughs> That's how serious Jamaicans take the aspect. Oh, man. Because Badman not play number two, and number two is the second <laughs> hole. The second hole is considered the anal hole. Man, cavity. Do you think there will ever be? Do they have a pride parade in Jamaica? They actually do. They do. Yeah, I actually first wow. heard, time I heard about it was past year, I believe. I don't know if it was the first one, but I do know it happened. Hold on, and me... I do that know that there was turmoil. There was it was definitely not met with open arms um, amongst everyone. Twenty seventeen. But I'm hoping Jamaican gay. Oh no, they had it in twenty sixteen. I'm hoping I'm hoping that that starts or sparks a change. I know that I've often thought to myself that there is no hope for Jamaicans when it comes to homophobia and when it comes to um, just foreplay. Well, foreplay I keep in general, like foreplay with really, there's no foreplay, foreplay just straight Jamaicans insertion who, and who done. Insist on not naming pom pom. Oh, okay, that very sad existence there's a lot of making out dry humping you like you got to dry hump how else are you gonna get I, wet i wonder how many people like what's the percentage of people jamaicans that lie and actually eat the poke i'm gonna bowl? go with 85 to 90 percent 90 percent probably yeah, i'm gonna say that much because it's like it's like saying something it's like revealing a secret that you know everyone probably does but nobody else is gonna say it so why the fuck are you gonna be the first one right like that's what that's how they feel about it is there any Jamaican um, reggae artist that openly admits to eating and yamming pumps? Kind of like Lil Wayne question. did. Like That's when a Lil Wayne was question. like, I, eat that pussy I feel up. like I heard Vibe say he did at some point. But then I just hear faint lyrics saying, I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, <laughs> I can't <laughs> take those out of my head. So. I don't know, man. I, I that's a good question. We should look that up. We're gonna look up if there's any. That's <laughs> <laughs> all artists. That this is are, a, this is a funny Google question yeah, to type. So right? what would you type here? What, what's the Google uh, question? How, I, how are we googling this? Um, are there artists that nyam pom pom? That's all artists that eat pussy. If something comes up, dance. Oh. <laughs> that man's about to lose a lot of records. Artists that Niam. We're sipping right now. We got the uh, the hipster mm. Henny. Suck Queen Pussy Street Henny, ca- aka Jameson. People on Queen Street do not drink Henny. They drink Jameson because, you know, okay. nobody drinks Jameson. So they're saying uh, Suck Pussy Casanova. A.K.A. Ayan Balan. Alright, so this sounds already like <laughs> gossip. Artists are freaky up dance hall. Is still copying Alkaline. So does that mean Alkaline eats pussy too? If Alkaline eats pussy, then that is that might be someone that influences a lot of people to convert. Because Alkaline is one of the dons right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I often see... Alk- Alkaline. I have um, a penis for your up. vagina hole. I have a penis <laughs> for your vagina hole. <laughs> yeah. 
Ya la cagada con Ana y se gusta ban. A instant black and delete. Waste no time. Yo, who starts a song with. You have a penis for your vagina. Uh, are, are you male? If Then like I did read an anatomy I, book right before. Like. <laughs> I have a penis for your labias. Okay, but. For your fallopian tube. <laughs> I have a vagina <laughs> for <laughs> your urethra <your> hole. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, That's gross. The hole is wild. I have. Okay, hold on. For your urethra hole. I have a penis for your vulva hole. No. Okay. Now this is my question. I like the word vulva. Vulva. I really like that word. Vulva. I feel like you you had to stare at it to get that word. Like. A vi- First of all, find a good at alliteration. It. A vivacious vulva and a vulva. A vigorous vulva. <laughs> I vigorously. <laughs> I vividly remember vigorously. And viciously. And viciously. That ravishing that vulva in the vulva. Punch that vulva right in the vulva. Oh my god. Sorry, oh, woman. <laughs> We don't mean to be speaking of vulva like so. We're not talking about your vulva. No, but like, yo, can you think of any English songs <laughs> that open up with what "I got a dick for your vagina"? <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I can't. And I wonder if white people knew what we were saying, if they'd be like completely turned off by Jamaicans or turned on even more, because I can't tell, right? Like, okay, I know a lot of the times they hear the music and they're like, "Oh, this is just happy Caribbean vibes." Because white people don't be listening to when they hear the Bob Marley sometimes. slower stuff. When they hear the Bob Marley, it's like you know they think peaceful marijuana Rastaman. You know they can't handle dancehall. But I have a penis for your vagina hole. <laughs> He said that way too clear. Where I feel like if you're if you were there and you didn't know patois, you'd have to be like, yeah. Can I can I play is, it for this the is people? A lot. You can play. I just want to play the opening line, <laughs> and I just want to show. Um, what's the song called again? Um, Mount, Move mountains or something. <laughs> yeah, it's moving mountains. I, I'm pretty sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> just type in penis for your vagina hole. I'm pretty sure Hold it's on. the only song that'll pop up in the. Th- world. This is the uh, the screenshot of the song. It says it's just lyrics. It says baby lock off tonight. Then make we fuck slowly. Nobody else, no matter. Just we only. Plus your pum pum feel, feel like, like heaven. heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that song, the song um, Vibes Cartel. Your pussy coming like Bible. No, you've never heard that song. Your pussy coming like Bible. <laughs> <laughs> your pussy coming like Bible. Oh my God! I only got put on like I only started to really listen to Vibes Cartel like I just think two years ago. Out of things to call. Oh man! And to relate to vagina, I think it's like all right. Okay, here it is. Listen yeah, to the beautiful music that starts out, like the beautiful piano progression chords to start off the song. <laughs> it just sounds like it's starting off so nice. It's just a nice melody. It's gonna be a beautiful song. Ooh, so romantic. Oh my. I have a penis for your vagina hole. <laughs> He said it so delicate too. Like I have a penis. Like he said it like he's tapping it. It was so gentle. Just, just excuse me. Hello. May I enter? 
please. Like his actual uh, wifey is in the other room, and he's like, <laughs> he's got the, the, the threesome girl is sitting in the other, in the couch. He reminds me like, of Wayne. I have a penis for your vagina. Oh. You remember Garth from Wayne's World? Garth, yes. I, I, I have a penis. I feel like this is how the guy from uh, Office Space would say it. No. Which one? Stapler. Yo, Office Yo. Space was an r- underrated comedy. Bro, it was man. before like, its time. I could, I could still watch it till this day. I can before it's die. Like it's really all about a guy that just hates his job. Like the premise is actually mm-hmm. entirely too simple. It's it's everybody in this it's world. It's a guy that in hates his job, hates his life, wants better. Says, "Yo, I'm gonna blow this place up." <laughs> Have you ever said fuck off to a job before you quit and like did some bullshit? And did some bullshit? Like, and did no. like a real ill like, I'm out, fuck Actually, you, fuck you. Well, You're I cool. did some bullshit which led to me having to leave. <laughs> so you I, steal? I worked at Lids. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you steal? <laughs> so I worked at Lids and uh, <laughs> seriously, like I used to freaking, we used to do the whole like, uh, put um someone will come in they want a hat you'd be like all right you all give me the cash you know i'll take off that tax for you fam you know a man will really drive 15 20 minutes to a bank mm-hmm. wherever you gotta go just to get that money just to save 13 percent. just to save and usually i just do it just to go get some lunch or something like i just don't want to spend my own money so did you get like the but staff it discount adding up like <laughs> would you get the staff discount purchase it and then sell them at the regular price no no i'd just sell it cash straight cash just straight cash wouldn't even ring it in <laughs> yeah so when inventory came uh how long were you working I there bounced i can't remember i was in like grade 10 i can't remember what but yeah i i bounced needless <laughs> needless to say i i dig it out of there Bro, I, I Stay was in working, school, kids. <laughs> I was working I at Boston Pizza, and I was gonna have this big like I used to have this like annual birthday barbecue, and they had this big shipment of like steaks, mm. prime rib steaks, just packaged up individually, and they had all these they like peppers, <laughs> right? And they had like bell peppers and un- red onions, and I'm like, oh shish kebab, sick! So I just like threw them all in a garbage bag. Wow. And just made it seem like it was garbage, mm. and I put it beside the garbage outside. There's a lot of flexes when we were younger, right? man. A lot of men used to do the garbage flex. Like I, I can't remember when man started catching on to the garbage flex, but I remember it wasn't right away. Like it took a while for people took to a realize, minute. like, yo, I could just dash these J's in the garbage and then tell take my it nigga, later. yo, come to this exit, come Scoop pick them up. up one time, Done. boom, bomb. Like I know enough men were making money off that at school and like. On the on road, like just bagging sneakers, mm. putting them in the garbage when they have to go do s- garbage runs or when their boss is off taking a cigarette break, or whatever. Yep. And the joke is, the majority of the people that I know, like like stole from work or whatever, it was majority because it was like the manager was almost like piece of shit. Not even just or a just piece of dumb shit, and naive, but just it was almost like they're like, yo, just not begging to begging <laughs> you to, but like. <laughs> It's like, it's if like you're going to leave the front door open, listen, I'm going to walk in. You're going to leave for an hour on a yeah. smoke break? No. My guy. <laughs> I'm in grade 11. Mine. Mads need money. See, Bro. Sick. And back then, Mads were making, yo, minimum wage was not what it is. Today. What was it, like eight? Six ninety five no. was what I what? got paid at my first job. I've never got paid minimum wage. Six ninety five was what I got paid my first job. My, I remember at that time, 
like I, when I got a job for eight dollars and twenty five cents, I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm fucking out here. <laughs> All man's bowed down. I'm buying bottles. Ah ah. Listen, and it was like, yeah. If no. you did an eight hour shift after tax, you're getting paid sixty bucks. Yep. Yep. That's eight hours of your life, man. That's no one man's third of your eight day, hours, bro. I used to work fourteen hours, no matter what job I worked at. I'd, fourteen I'd hours go. straight. Yeah, like I'd go, go. I mean, that's commendable. That's like especially Wonderland. Fuck. Holy crap! You work Wonderland, and I was sweeping that bitch. Oh, uh, fourteen hours, but I wouldn't be working yeah, the majority eight. of the time. I was hollering oh, at my niggas. Like they were paying kids. I was in a fifty cent, di- fifty cent get rich or die trying on repeat until that seat scratched <laughs> up and couldn't work anymore. Many man, he's yeah. just sweeping up. Many, 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 many. Yo, many men. <laughs> it was more like that <laughs> on, the, on, the, on your Sony Discman. Oh yeah, I didn't have the anti shock, so no. And just, <laughs> kids, you will never understand. Every step I take, <laughs> that shit was anti shock <laughs> CDs. Anti shock. When Sony Walkman came out with anti shock, where you could just flick that switch, I was like, yo. <laughs> It was a funny scene. Cats walking like they're holding a tray <laughs> to your table, and it's really yeah. this CD. Like, can't, can't, can't let that skip. Or it just has that one leg skip. that's like kind of dragging. Yeah, just because they, they don't, <laughs> they like they they don't want that one leg to have too much freaking shake. Too much. Yeah, too Man. much. Yeah, like the struggle of listening to music in the day, like whether it be carrying a, a Walkman, uh, a CD player. Whether it be carrying physical CDs, even the first MP3 players, like, they were still they pretty. were just pretty annoying just to download songs mm-hmm. onto them because that would take like I I mean I would put three songs on that bitch and, and I'd com- leave it overnight and your computer's life is on the line yeah. too I, <laughs> I put it overnight three songs I just download off LimeWire I'd pray that none of them Lime were Bill Clinton wire. <laughs> I'd pray that none of them were Bill Clinton yeah what was that Bill Clinton shit I did not have sex. I did not have. <laughs> oh, they would just put that over like the song. Woman. Yeah, they just put it on there, or um, that what was it? Um, the the beats one. There's one where it's like 100 hip hop beats or something like that. <laughs> it was so <coughs> weird advertisement, but I could pray that it beats. wasn't one of those, or like some porno, and then you download it. It would take all night. I'd leave my shit plugged in. Plus, to charge it would take all night. That was no game. And then when you charge it and have it, you bring it to school and probably it would last till lunch, maybe. What, your your laptop? My MP3 player. Oh, your MP3 right? player? I was going to say, what? It might last till lunch. Yeah, well. You charge it the whole night. You'll play like an album twice and it's done. Album? I had eight songs max. Eight? Max. You had First a freaking Tiana. Bro, it was were dumb like you had a tiana taylor album that's all you could fit on there <laughs> or a good music had a good album. music album that's all you could fit on the old mp3 players maybe that's why kanye did it for the feels did you ever work in um in like the service industry yes like restaurant life yes dishwasher that was my last job actually last job the last job i ever had high five bro thank you high five Locked out that bitch said nope <laughs> my last my last like paper on job was was in the kitchen myself yeah, and, and I was just talking about this week, friggin' um, how I sometimes I'm like, yo, I wish sometimes I just had a regular job because I haven't had the luxury of knowing when and how much I'm gonna be paid for six years. Mm. <laughs> like that's a, vi- I don't think people understand how we're not collecting taxing pension. 
uh, being a freelancer entrepreneur like yep. is it's not an easy route and it's a lot of big you're constantly gambling it's not even like you're gambling <laughs> when you first start out you're constantly gambling time is money and when you're putting money when you're putting your time into small little projects oh that may not even come out or maybe they do come out and it becomes a detriment to like your your branding like Everything's a gamble. That's why I don't even care do. how people look at me now when I say, no, I want money for that. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm at the point where it's like, I've worked long enough. I've worked. I built up more than enough on my resume exactly. for you to respect You me. have. You, respect you should time. be able to demand. And a, a, your exposure is not paying my hydro. So, Right. Right. It took me a long time to like feel like I was worth it, though. Mm-hmm. It took like. Cause you I know, still don't. In the, in the respect, I, I I really still don't sometimes. I'm like, I, some of the things I get to do, I'm like, this is ridiculous that I get to do this. This is a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm blessed and I'm privileged in that way, but at the same time, like, there's a lot of times where you're just like, do, do I deserve this? <laughs> like, is the universe just throwing things at me? But lately, lately, I've been noticing the whole, like, the I, there's something very magical about doing even just, like, two three days of work say like you go to the bare minimum Dude. you do two days of work out the week whereas a week before that you said nah i'm not doing i'm shit. not doing shit for some reason those two days will spark something bro and you can't explain like where did this come from in this maybe if i keep doing this work thing <laughs> bro that was like my that was my friday and saturday i sat down on my computer Built two websites. I've never made a website in my life. Mm-hmm. Freaking fixed up my website, built up another one, made an event. I'm like, wow, this is what it feels like to work straight this, at a computer yeah. for hours. This is what it feels like to be productive. Yeah. Jeez, people do this five days a week. And you sometimes <clears throat> forget because you, you, like, you look at the work. I always compare everything to washing the dishes. I don't know why it always comes back to that. But it really is. Like I compare. Has that always been the bane of your existence? I like, don't know. Like I, it's just a con- one of the most consistent things in my life has been doing the dishes. Since I was a very young kid, my mom made me do the dishes from like seven years old, eight and years old. I've you been didn't doing the like them, and I never you? liked it. Okay. But I, this is the thing. This is my thing with dishes. I never like it until I'm actually doing it. And I realize it's not that bad. So. Yeah. I relate that to almost everything I do. There's a lot of times I don't want to go out where I go out and I'm like, eh, I should go out more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I, I'm, I don't want to have sex. And, I'm, and then I, I'm do like, power it? through it. I start having sex. I'm like, what, what why was, was I, I saying Why was no? I not wanting to have sex five minutes ago? What the hell? I would have went home and used my hand. <laughs> Yo. And, and say like, no to this? Exactly. Are you dumb? Exactly. And so I was like, a lot of things. There's a lot of events that I go to or jobs that I do where I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. At first, when I first said I wanted to do it, I wanted to do it, but now, but then I go do it, and it's like a, a either a life changing experience or just something really dope that I can add to highlights of my life. Exactly. <clears throat> so, and at the end of the day, like it just builds you up for future endeavors because one day you're just gonna be like oh shit i did something that aligns with this yep and you're like oh crap so now that made that that endeavor totally worth it yeah like i can't go to you know sometimes i go to comedy shows and i'll just look around i'm like oh my god this is gonna be a shit show and i'm going on last 
I gotta sit and wait through all this throughout the whole night. And I'm watching comics push people out. Like, people be walking out on comics. And I'm like, thanks, respect, guys. You're leaving me to perform with in front of three people. And it's just like, Ugh, shit. You get mad at the comics, though? I get perturbed. But why? what if it's just not, not their night, man? Well, it's more so it's like... And just be conscious who... of the fact that there's people coming out to watch comedy. I so can get are, it do you if mean it's like the ones regular... that are like just like saying, all right, fuck it? Like yeah, the ones like, ah, I don't like, care. You know what? I've already bombed. Fuck it. I'm going to just bomb all the way. Like, Well, it's like. It, it's the difference between like when you bomb and it's completely accidental and people are walking out on you. Mm-hmm. You can't really control that. But if you want, there's, a, there's some comics that decide, all right, I fucked up. I'm just going to. Just go no, balls deep with this, and I'm gonna put a nuclear bomb. I guess I just want people. I want some comics to be more aware of, like their bombs, and fix it. How you know by sometimes you just gotta retire a joke and not believe in it as hard as they do. Okay. Sometimes, so you see, so like seeing a comic try something at different venues or different shows multiple yeah. times and it never works and you're just and like it's not working why it's do like, you keep doing this yeah like you know it's not getting, okay like, I can see that yeah or like trying something bold in front of a crowd that you already know isn't you know working with you it's like you're still gonna antagonize and like piss him off like and ruin it for all the other comics like I get it some people think that they're Patrice or think that they're yeah. these people where that they could they could turn a crowd off and bring them back like they're some guru, and it just doesn't work that way all the time. No, no. It's there's like majority of the time, I should say. <laughs> there's like this one. Actually, I don't even want to speak on him because people know what I'm talking about. Say his name. Say his so name. So this piece of shit comic, all right? Oh, he goes by the name Big Norm. This piece of shit. No. I was at first like I was No, um there's this one comic that uh that's gonna be on my show on August nineteenth and this guy is a fucking killer. He goes by the name of Marlon Palmer. Hey. Hey, I thought you were say Tricks. No, no, no. Tricks, Tricks is the real killer. Let's be real. Okay. Tricks is the god. He's a legend. G-O-D, He's a legend. The OG. I'm, sh- I'm scared. I'm doing five minutes. Just know you I'm are. doing five minutes. That's it. You are opening <laughs> the show, so you don't have to follow <laughs> any killers. Thank you, guys. I can set it up. Do, All do the right. Play. I'll you're try to make sure nobody leaves. So I can put my penis in their vagina hole. So you lather them up, all right? We Maybe got, I'll do my bit on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lathering up. And <laughs> I'll do my entire oh. bit on, on that. I have a penis for your vagina hole. Many of you may not know this, but that is a Jamaican song. Oh, yes. We, we, didn't, we didn't bring that into context. <laughs> and they Look just it go up. off for five minutes about that. <laughs> no, I, have, I, I do a, a joke about that more so how like, Jamaicans don't know how to be subtle where Trinis are super like when in soca music they have all these innuendos and work around like saying what they're actually saying mm. but uh Jamaicans are like nah fuck that straight up straight straight with 58 um how's your week my <coughs> week was fantabulous Marlon nice nice it was great That's a good. lot of things got done nice like I said, I worked Productive. for two days straight. Shit. Felt like a fucking real man, like an adult. 
<laughs> me right now, I'm in a stage where I'm trying to um, write all my uh, 21 year old, 20 year old wrongs. So it's like, you know, you got the OSAP, you got the bills, mm. they're outstanding. Damn, um, OSAP. Trying to raise my credit score. I actually used um, <clears throat> that Credit Karma uh, site. Fucking really easy. What this happened? is not an advertisement. Credit Karma? Credit Karma, down. if you guys want to throw, <laughs> guys throw us a bag. I mean, it, was, karma, what up? it was fairly easy. And it, it's good because it tells you who you owe um, and how much. And it gives you your credit score without affecting your credit score. Okay, what is the site right now? Creditkarma.com. All right, folks. This is not an advertisement, but Credit Karma throws the bag. I'm yo. about to tell y'all my... Uh, Mine is high 700s. High 700s. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I really thought I was like a, I was like a five bills. Like, I thought I was down there, man. Oh, in terms of like that's how much you owe? No. Oh, that's in terms your credit of, number. Um, your score, score. So you know how your score, the higher it is, the better. I see. Yeah. Uh, and I was a low 700s, and I recently raised it up since checking the site. I swear I'm like a five. No. Like literally five. I mean, I paid my OSAP. Not me. I owe OSAP five stacks. I got lucky, man. I had a I had a an ex girlfriend that pulled out some money for me and helped me consolidate my loans. I just need one good roll and I can pay that shit off. You need one girl, one good sugar mama, or that too. If um any boops are out there, you know, feeling sorry for your boy, just holler at me. Um, we could work out a payment plan. Um, cause I have a penis for your vagina, vagina hole. He'll pay you in. <laughs> <laughs> I have a penis for your vulva hole. Um, my weekend was great. Yeah, um, what'd you do? I hosted a wedding, which is always fun. Weddings are great. Oh yeah, so um, you- it is wedding season, and I got to host a very special wedding. It was my friend Emilio and Rachel. Shout out to them, the Browns. Emilio. Meet the Browns. And um, yeah, it was special because they were elementary school friends. We all met in grade seven. How long were they together? When I first moved to Maple, uh, I was in grade seven. And they were in my class at Michael Cranny. Shout out to Michael Cranny. <clears throat> and um, yeah, they were, at that time, she thought he was very annoying and obnoxious. She, she didn't talk to him very much. He didn't pay her any mind at that time. And also, it was okay. So I get there. Um, a lot of people are there already. Um, they're setting. They're still setting up a little bit, and people are walking in. And um, one lady walks in, and I'm like, "Where do I know this thing from? Where do I?" <gasps> and it all came back to me. It was like a. She was an ex thing. No, 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 oh, no. Um, <laughs> she was actually in my high school. You know how you have that one cool teacher, right? No. Yeah. So you know you have that one really dope teacher? Yeah. <clears throat> she was that one dope teacher. Like all the young people were like talk would talk to her. You'd probably tell her things that you normally wouldn't tell other teachers. Yeah. Plus she was one of the only black women teachers uh, uh, that were a part of the faculty or whatever. In Maple? Yeah, and she was Jeez. very young at the time. I'm pretty sure she was like a student teacher or something and then she just became like a teacher's assistant. Can't remember what it was, but regardless, um, 
she was somebody that we thought was super cool in in the school. Was she still um, teaching there at the same school? I have no idea, oh. no clue. Um, so it was like a week before March break, or no, a day before March break, and we're all it's all the men, and we're in the hall, we're playing quarters, we're playing <laughs> salad, like we're just doing we're doing any money any game, high any money game. Yeah. Um, there was this one game we used to do, just man would just dash a toonie and. It was like you just fight, just all man just scrap Whoever for Toonie, and then like by the end of it, you can leave with fifty bucks in Toonies. To be honest, just from so what? Everybody throws one Toonie each. No, a man just dashes a Toonie, and it's just mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> we were bored. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> we, used to, we used to throw Toonies and, free and, for and fight for them in school. So that's um, hilarious. Yeah, man, and then so. We were playing quarters or something, or salad. I can't remember what it was in the hallway. It's me and like 10 mans. Um, we see her walking down the hall. She starts walking down the hall. She's like, ah, what are you guys up to? Blah, blah, causing trouble. And we're like joking around there, whatever. And she walks past and like, she said something like, talk shit. Shit, something that was talking shit to like all of us, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Are you stupid?" Or like getting on her, poking her, or whatever. And she's yeah, yeah. like giggling, laughing, whatever. She walks off, right? I come. We go to March break now. It's been a week. Come back to school. Um, I'm in first period. Cops knock at the door. What? I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Someone about to get fucked. Oh, oh man! What first day, happening? first period. I'm like, what yo, is who did what with who and where? I'm ready for the tea. <laughs> Principal's with them. Teacher opens the door. Um, is Marlon here? What? And teacher's like, Marlon, because she couldn't believe that it was me. Yeah. And she's like, Marlon Palmer. And she's like, Yeah, he's he's right over there. She points to me. Cops come inside, cuff me in the class, bring me outside. This is the end of first period, right? So as I'm walking out the class now, bell rings. Everybody comes out in the hallways. Everybody's at their locker. Everybody's talking. I'm being walked to the principal's office in cuffs. Everyone's like, yo, what? What the fuck? Going downstairs to the office. I look way down the hall. My next boy's in cuffs. Getting brought down with another officer. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, inside, I'm like, I know I've done nothing illegal. Yeah. So this is weird, but whatever. Let's go. Because everybody thinks I'm a badass I'm like, right what now. What the fuck did I you download the- on LimeWire, bro? What's going on? Fuck, I got the game face. You know how the game's always just screw face? I got one of those faces. I'm just like, like, I did I did something bad, but these motherfuckers don't know I didn't do shit. Girls, girls are standing, like, watch, watching it happen. Be like, Mom, what, what happened? I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just screw faces. I ain't no snitch. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> I'm, yo, I'm acting like I really like. I fucking gurks that man. Like I, I yo. gave a man enough. Yo, like, yo, man, don't even talk to me right now, fam. Don't even talk to me right now, fam. So then now bring us inside the so office. Just you and your homie. Yeah. Okay. For now. For now. And then I get into the office. They sit him down with me. I'm like, what the fuck's this about? He's like, I have no idea. Friggin', um, they take the cuffs off of us. So I'm like. Why did they even cuff us to bring us downstairs if they're just going to take the cuffs off of us? Friggin' my next, um, like, two or three boys come downstairs. And I'm like, okay, the man. I still didn't get what was going on, right? So they bring us inside the office and they're like, 
Oh, we were told that um, before March break, you and uh, Mrs. Blah, 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 uh, ran into a bit of an altercation um, where she felt unsafe. And yeah, I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? I'm like, bring Miss Blah, blah, blah down here. She'll tell you. And I, as soon as I said that, I'm pointing to the door, right? And saying, bring her down here. And I kind of look outside the door for like a split second. And I see her there with her arms crossed, like talking to a teacher. And it's almost like for that split second, I'm like, oh, shit. She's the one saying that we did this. Because I'm like, okay, maybe they saw this on the cameras and got confused. But I'm like, yo, go. Because I was like, yo, go call Miss Ball. She'll tell you. Because I'm like, this teacher's way too cool. No way. Then I saw her outside of the, the room. I'm like, oh, shit. So did this bitch just? She bitch? really just. Did she make it seem like? And I'm like, hold on. But when? What are you talking? Because I'm not even. Rem- yeah. I'm not even thinking about the poking thing. It's so irrelevant. It was so quick. It was so irrelevant. It was so not that. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, what the hell? And she's like, uh, he's like, yeah, we we actually reviewed the cameras and we saw you guys close in on her and touch her inappropriately. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, whoa, whoa. All we did was poker, and she giggled. If you watch the cameras, she was laughing with us. She had no point said that this is a problem, blah, blah, blah. And, like, guys, we, listen, we're not going to just say that your word is right. We're not going to say her word is right, blah, blah, blah. We're just saying that we have a problem here. We need to settle it, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, this is ridiculous. They ended up, my mom had to come down. All, all of our parents had to come so, down. But who and reported the it in the first place? Huh? So she reported this? She went home apparently her uh boyfriend or at husband fiance whatever at the time was a cop and she apparently did not feel comfortable in that situation and she told him and didn't tell us didn't say anything to us she went and told him and he suggested that she call cops so now as a as a grown but up you're man a high now, school kid getting caught bro like, i'm a high uh, school kid not only the a high school kid we didn't touch her inappropriately, bro. We poked her. <laughs> like, it was a poke. I, I legit poked her one time. <laughs> and it was in her side. There's You're no, the only one that touched her. I'm not the only one. Every man was like, every man closed in because she was talking shit about all mans. So and we th- we're thinking once again that we have this she's comfortability. Like a playful and then she's our yeah. cool teacher. We've played around with her. We've dapped her. We've, like, this is someone you've had physical interaction with. We hug her mm-hmm. after class. So you can see her in the hallways with students hugged up on her after class at, at, when school's done or whatever. So it's like, we're not thinking anything's up an issue. So then now, yeah, apparently she told him. He told her she should call the cops or whatever. And it wasn't to get us in trouble, but to scare us or whatever. I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of that. She could have escalated. Anything could have happened. Yeah. I could have gotten in actual trouble. You could have ruined my life. Yeah. Never. None of us ever talked to her again. And, like, it was... Why? Because there was only like a few of the black girls that would talk to her and whatnot. And like, you could see her longing for that acceptance again, but knowing she was never going to get it from us. So, this is the one black teacher you're saying? Dog. The one black teacher. Dog. Did the that one to female black teacher. The one woman, black woman <sighs> in the school that knows already what we, us. Young black men have to go through when it comes hi- to cops. I'm getting hives right now. Bro. I'm allergic to racism. So then when like, I saw her, but back then I wasn't thinking on that wavelength. I was just thinking, yo, she really tried to snitch on us and get us in trouble. Grown me now seeing her. I'm like, 
She could have fucked my life up. Yeah. For a poke. So n- she could have really like no, like she could have literally You would have been in the system. Altered the path of my life over a poke. Which she did not voice to any of us was a problem. And she's the only black woman in the, in the school. She's by no means uh, an Uncle Tom, a coon, or anything like that. There's a Was great a black woman. She's wife? a very smart woman. Like, she, it, there's, no, uh, there's no reason in my mind that she could not have seen what could have possibly been the outcome of her actions. And I get, okay, if you felt uncomfortable, cool, but just relay that to us so that we know what our boundaries are now. If we don't see boundaries with you as a teacher, we see you as a friend. Yeah. Then, like, we're kids. We're not going to know any better. I'm in grade 10, grade 11. I can't remember when this was. So, wait. So, now. So, then she comes to the the wedding. wedding. Sitting in the row in front of me. (laughs) Okay. All right, I'm, lo- I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. This is getting juicy. So I'm like, all right, cool, fine. What up, teach? I'm not saying shit to her. She turned around talking to the girl next to me. I'm in my phone. I'm not saying shit to you. I'm sorry. I got nothing to say to you. Don't buddy-buddy me up. Don't mm-hmm. friend me up. Don't- I hope you don't even remember my name or my face. <laughs> but she's looked at and I could tell she remembered me. Mm. And I didn't say a word to her. S- ceremony went on. Cool. Did the reception now. And, okay, so the groom, Emilio, when I first got suspended ever, first time I ever got suspended, it was his fault. Because he hopped up and thought it was a joke to be like, oh, look. And I was on oh, porn. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were on porn. Class. I remember that one. Yeah. You, you told us that story. That so <laughs> now the, mo- the mom that was the volunteer lunch lady that was the one that got me caught turns out to be his best friend's mom that I also grew up. I grew up with him. He, they've been best friends since I knew them. They, they've um, been friends or whatever. And so he was his best man at the wedding or whatnot. And I, he's like, yes, yeah, my mom. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is a crazy web today. This is a crazy web of nostalgia. Like, people that got me in trouble are just sprinkled throughout. Throughout this wedding. First time being cuffed. She's here. First time being suspended. She's, She's here. here. <laughs> this is your like. This is a hit. This is Take like the. Emilio was the first person I ever got in a fight with in my life. Wow. <laughs> all your first real, all real, my first real series of trials and tribulations. Everybody that was all a catalyst in the of same that. Same room, a part of the same wedding. So now you you literally could look at them, and be like. Every single one of you could have changed my life for the changed worse. the course of my life for the worse. Literally, it's it's wild. But fuck y'all and thank y'all. <laughs> for, no, Emilio, it's all love. Emilio, <laughs> it's all love. That's we from the fight that we had. We were friends before the fight, and then we were friends after the fight. So it wasn't like it wasn't one of those fights where it's like, oh, it's a beef, take it yeah. sight. Like, nah. So hold on. So it was one of those heat of the moment. Right, it was like coming in from lunch. I think he hit me with his lunch box. Yeah, and I snapped, and we just started scrapping. He hit me in the head with his lunch box, and I fucked him up. <laughs> but wait, man, I still I need to go back to the teacher though, man. So she was there, and you didn't seize the opportunity to let her know. You know, I put on Twitter, and everybody's like, "Corner her." <laughs> That's what, 
Matt's like, corner. Matt's like, yo, you have to give that to Defoz. I'm like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> you guys should have got her on the dance floor into the Night of the Rocks Bro, <laughs> there was a point, because I was MC this this thing, right? Yeah, yeah. MC in the reception. So I'm getting everyone amped. And everyone's everyone's getting trashed. Like, we drank so much honey. It was an open wait, bar. Wait. You're telling me you were the host and you didn't single her out as a host? No. It was not my day. I'm not gonna center it on me, as my oh, yes. as the job as MC of the wedding. It's the bride's day. I guess it's the I groom's guess. day. You know, I got it. I I centered everything on. I didn't even tell that many jokes. Like, I don't try to f- make any focus on me when it's a wedding. Them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I could I could have easily. Oh man, I could have easily sparked Bruh. her, but yeah, no, decided not to. But yeah, it was a really fun wedding. I got super lit. Um, I hurt my finger. Got drunk. You know when you get dr- drunk injuries are actually the worst. Because the pain the next day is just... Is it that small little scab over there? Small? It's here and it's like here. Oh, okay. Your finger looking... I, I slipped. Oh, and he tried to catch a fall. The church shoes ain't got no, no grip. Mm. So there was liquor, I guess, on the ground or sweat, whatever. And I slipped and I tried to catch myself. And it was a turn up moment. So when I try to catch myself from falling, my hand was flat on the ground, and someone just church shoe eight town stomped on oh, my shit. He got an eight town stomp oh, with a ding, church ding, shoe. Ding, 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 ding. Like oh that nigga. <laughs> you don't give a damn. You don't give a like he he, he gave it to me. Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. finger. It was bad. Jeez. It was yeah. It hurt. I was drunk and it hurts. Yeah, that's, that's why I knew. Yeah, this is gonna hurt even more. <laughs> the next day, I was just kept bending it because you uh, know when you don't you don't bend your finger or whatever when it's hurt like oh that. No. It'll just and it stays stiff. That's when it gets hurt even your more. Your precious pom pom finger. Yeah, mm, <laughs> I don't really use fingers anymore. Okay. You still use fingers? Sometimes. I use fingers sometimes. Hell yeah! Like if it's I know she squirts, I'll use of, fingers. It's all part of the foreplay. Yeah. If, if she, if I know she squirts, I'll use fingers. But if I know she's a clip person, uh, yeah, yeah. just use your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Flick the bean. Yeah. Flicker. Flick the bean. Um. Okay. So, each and every week we do something here on the show. If you're mm. new to the show, you might not be used to it. But we don't highlight the donkey of the day. No, no, no. Nope. We highlight our good youth of the week. Your mama got one arm. She clap a concert like this. We're clapping the back of our necks right now. Um, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21 Savage. Savage? 21 Savage. I think in this... In this light, we call him 21 Savage. 20 Uno Savage. <laughs> 20 Uno Savage. <laughs> <laughs> 20 Uno Savage. Yo, he should really, really think about changing that name to that. I 20 Uno Savage. I'm 20 Uno Savage. I have a savage. penis for your vagina. My name is 20 Uno Savage. 20 Uno so, 21 Savage announced a campaign to teach kids financial literacy. Ooh. After the Atlanta rapper performed a single bank account on Ellen, he presented a $21,000 check to the 21 Savage bank account campaign. 
The campaign is in partnership with the nonprofit Get Schooled, which provides financial information and tools to teens prepping for college. Um, Savage announced that he would be opening 21 bank accounts for 21 kids with $1,000. That's really dope. That's, That's a good look. I'm going to give you another hand clap, man. That's really dope. Um, it's dope to see that he's doing this, um, especially given you know how poor the financial literacy is amongst our youth um, today. Mm -hmm. I know even our generation is fucking trash. Terrible. First generation is trash compared to our parents because we don't have that much to sacrifice. No. You know what I mean? We like we, really we, we, we have it way easier than our parents did. And their financial literacy had to be up at a certain point in order to ensure that some of our lives are better than their own. Oh, yeah. um, so it's really dope to see him doing this, especially for young black men. Um, this is very dope to see because, you know, they're constantly pushed with the chains and the whips mm -hmm. and the materialistic things. Well, they speak so heavily on consumption and, and rarely speak on saving and, and investing and yeah. You know, so it's it's about time that like hood cats trap trap motherfuckers come in and be like, "Yo, woo financial," you yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> woo financial, diversify <laughs> your bonds, nigga. Um, I I really feel like he, because he has that song, I got one, two, three, four, five, five six, six, seven. I really seven, feel like he kept performing it so much that he kept looking in the crowd and being like, "No, you don't. You bro, guys are singing this with so much bro. conviction and don't even know how to save." One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, eight, 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 eight. So hopefully, you know, this works out. Um, we do still have to ask him why he has a 12-car garage when he only got six cars because that doesn't seem financially literate. Mm. However, I mean, he is evolving. He is evolving. It's not like he's just like, that was old Savage. That was 21 Savage. Not Vente Uno Savage. That was not Vente Uno. That's it was not Vente Uno Savage. No, 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 no. Oh. Vente Uno Savage <laughs> only showed up during the Amber years. Mm, yes. Once he, he, he became progressive once he started joining the slut walk. Drank a little water. You know what you I know, mean? Started naming some vegetables. Right. Listen, Amber, kudos to you. Um, I think... I think she has transformative pussy. I think she has oh, for transformative pum-pum. Sure. I think her pum-pum might be made of gold. It might be a good-luck Chuck pum-pum where she can't find love herself, but everyone else, <laughs> <She laughs> everyone else moves on to Chuck pum-pum. <laughs> it's like everybody that else. That's the title of the that's day. The title of the good show. luck, Chuck Yes, we found pum -pum. another pum-pum. Nine, Oh, my 18. God. We Come found on. another pum-pum. You know how many pum-pums we've had as yes. titles? There it is. We've good got luck, another, Chuck Pum Pum. Good luck, Chuck Pum Pum. <laughs> she has a Pum Pum where, like, before you go into it, your life's okay, but then, like, you get into it and your life turns out way better. So Everything like, that happens after that vagina always leads to Always goodness. better. Rosa Acosta, mm -hmm. um, Wiz Khalifa, doing Muay Thai now. Yo, that motherfucker He got a smart-ass son. He's jacked. He's still smoking weed. He's single now. Single. Um, oh, yeah. What happened to his little workout buddy? Uh, the, the Spanish thing, right? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what happened. You kicked her to the curb and just started flexing yeah, on Instagram. Like it was swing, crazy. Swing kick the got some curb. muscles and some titties and said, yeah, no. It's not going to work out. When he first came out, I'm like, man, this lanky-ass motherfucker trying to swing kick. He looks so funny, but he stuck to it. And yeah. that was for him. Yeah, no. Yeah, good. he's looking. Yeah, he looked you know? like, um, what's his name? Saget from uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, Dreddy Saget. Yeah. It was like, you know, it's um, Eddie Gordo and Saget in one. 
Eddie Goro? Is Gordo Tekken? from Tekken. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like Capoeira put those guy? guys together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess now, because like, I always thought that, uh, you know, if, if Wiz wanted to be on Snoop Dogg's level, he had to add some athleticism to the mix. Like, Is that what you thought? Well, I'm saying like, not nah, not really. But <laughs> I'm saying if, if he thinks he could top a Snoop Dogg, add some sporting into your repertoire. I will say this. A lot of artists have come out and tried to... Um, paint themselves and um, put forth this image that they're stoners mm-hmm. and Wiz is the only one that's actually really not only stuck with it but people believe it mm-hmm. like you don't you, like I, I don't know if you guys have you ever watched Wiz uh, Day Today no oh go watch those Day Today the old ones start from the old ones cause that's I didn't like Wiz that much when he first came out. Then I watched his vlogs, and I was like, this guy is dope. Like, that's what made me like his music even more, was watching his vlogs day to day. And he started vlogging better than any artist that I've ever seen. Better than Joe, better than... Vlog, like, vlogging? Dog, day to days are vlogs. Like, you see him go buy his first black and yellow car when black and yellow drops. He buys his black and yellow uh, charger that he still has. And, like... You see a lot of dope moments, man. It's sick. I'm going to save this in my... And you just get to see how he is as a person. The tour bus, like, the smoking, all that. Did you think that Wiz and Mac Miller would be as big as they are? I didn't think Mac Miller would. I did not like, see Mac Miller coming. Freezies and Frozen Pizzas. Was, was, was that the song called? Uh, was that what it was called? Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza. Kool-Aid. Yeah, Something. I did not see that coming. From that video, that song... I didn't see that coming. But at that time, there was a lot of people that fit into this new lane yeah. of just kids that could rap and that aren't like, they don't have to be speaking about popping bottles and the wraith and all that stuff. Exactly. They have a different type of material. And it was, it was around that time where you started seeing Odd Future, Mac Miller, yeah, Wiz. Yeah, I was so happy. I, I was really um, happy for that. To yeah, man. Out. Kid Cudi. Like, you just saw the nuances of rap, like, broadening even more than mm-hmm. we thought and we already thought it was broad we already I, thought yeah. like there's so much different types of rap and then 2008 2009 happened <laughs> and it's like here comes some more different type of rap like it makes me think if there's another layer that we still haven't discovered well like see when you see like rock music and its history from like no, Elvis that, Presley. Not getting mixed before Elvis, no, like, but all the way till rock doesn't even is not even played on the radio anymore. When was Elvis well, Presley? Fifties. Uh, Fifties. Yeah. Fifties. Fifties. Sixties. And that's when that's who invented rock and roll. Rock and roll was a black thing. Yeah. But he. But I mean, like, blew it. Was up. that when it was coined rock and roll around Elvis Presley time? Let's. Was that when it was like the white people have it now? Yeah, I think <laughs> was once, that when it was gentrified. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. pretty much when Eminem. So fifties. All right, yeah, cool. Got you. Right? Got you. But I always wonder when will that point come when hip hop is just so played out and no one even wants to play it on the radio anymore. Just like rock. I think we got another thirty ever, years. Another thirty. Another thirty. Well, if we started in the late seventies and rock started in the in the forties. Eh, late seventies, but it wasn't like it peaked in the seventies during like Woodstock. No, I mean, I mean, um, rap, hip hop, rap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, late like the beginning uh, stages, late seventies, seventy nine. You know, seventy eight. Freaking yeah, seventy eight, seventy nine. 
It was so Chadwick small Ave. though. Still, it was still yeah. like a city. Yeah, it was still that's, <laughs> that was like still one city. It was cool, Herc. You know, it's just Brooklyn, Bronx, Bronx. Bronx, sorry, Bronx. Um, I get my bees mixed up. But no, I always wonder when will there be a point when down, you can't reinvent hip hop anymore and it's like done or it's too pop that it's like nobody wants to, anything to do with it anymore. Well, I think the unique thing about hip hop is that you don't have to sing. And with that opens up like a, ra- a realm of possibilities. You don't have to find a melody. You don't have to like, you know, all you got to do is catch the beat, catch the rhythm. And I that think means hip- you could go on anything. It's true. But I think hip hop will continue to flourish and be relevant until it's fully owned by white people. Yeah. Because once white people claim like fully colonize a culture. It's happening, man. You got like you rock got and roll. Like you jazz, Eminem, you like, got Iggy, you got Macklemore, you got G Easy, Classified, you got. They'll still never fully own hip hop, though. So I don't think hip hop will yeah, go no, down. Not them, no, no way. I think it's up to black people to. I don't think they can. I don't think white people can take it over. No. I don't think it's. A, it, I think we're past that time. Yeah, hip hop is is too black. It's, it's too black. It's too ingrained. In it's, yeah, and it's it's one of those ones like. You can't pretend we didn't come up with this. Like at least with at rock, least and, rock roll. and roll, you know, there's not documented history. Yeah. There was no radio. There's no well, there's radio, but there was no like recordings. You can't go back and be like, oh, this is where it happened. Yep. yep. Here now, we the revolution has been televised and will be televised moving forward. So it's like, I don't think you can really. Yeah, I don't think you can gentrify hip hop completely. There you go. Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, Gene Vincent. All those guys in 1955 are considered to be some of the first rock and rollers. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Little Richie. But speaking of Little Rich, um, yeah, 21 Savage. Shout out to him for this um, financial literacy plan. Um, I hope it goes well. You know, he also doesn't wear chains. He no longer wears chains. I, I, I didn't believe it, so I went on his Instagram. He really stopped wearing chains after like a certain post. He doesn't really? wear chains anymore. I watched a video of him at a strip club with YG, and he's just sitting there. He's just standing there drinking. Not, no chains, no diamonds on his wrist, nothing. And YG's throwing the money. Mm-hmm. Like, throwing money. Savage chilling. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Having a good time. I see Lil Pump rocking a chain that was so heavy it was it was making imprints in his neck yeah. and he's all proud i'm like man that's that's clout that's sir. that's mm, clout that's freaking future neck problems <laughs> yeah freaking um but i feel like it's one i feel like this is really gonna change 21 savage because I, it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of like when you stop drinking and you go out and you still realize you can have fun without the alcohol. And yeah. you're like, oh, shit. I don't got to spend all that money. I don't got to gain all this weight. <laughs> I don't know. How, I used to go to raves mm. with cats that wouldn't do anything. No weed, no alcohol, no X, no MDMA. They're just dancing all night to just life. And I'm like, you're my inspiration. Like, I need a vice. You <laughs> just dance. God damn, that's amazing. It's yeah. very commendable. When I go out, I got to drink. I got to smoke. I don't have to smoke, but I got to drink. <laughs> I 
I got a drink if I'm going to be out, especially in Toronto. These these parties are just Jesus Christ. They're so amazing. <laughs> They're so amazing. Thrilling. <laughs> oh, I feel yeah. enthralled with excitement. Yes, I said enthralled. Enthralled. What was your when was your what was like the one what was the last jam you actually enjoyed in the city? Last part. Well, I guess the wedding. The wedding was really good. Ah, My yeah. nigga Be Easy, DJ Be Easy, shout out to him. Held it down on the ones and twos, killed Be it. Be Easy. Yeah. I don't know. Good old weddings. You trying to get married? Definitely. Definitely? Definitely. Yes. Yes. That's 100%. Yes. Uh, uh. <laughs> I, I would say 80% only because, like, <clears throat> I'm perfectly fine if my wife's like, you know, we don't have to. Like, I don't, I don't value the, those things. It's yeah. not, I still love you, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, cool. We ain't got joint accounts. That's fine. <laughs> like, I'm good. I'm good with the common law. I'm the common law. I fucks with. I fucks with the common law. I just feel like any woman that I would want to be with would ideally value marriage. Like, I feel like it just comes with the type of woman that I want to be with. Like, she's gonna want to get married. So what are the uh, prerequisites? No, nope, we're not doing that. I'm just like I'm just waiting for the women. And there's women <laughs> out there like writing shit. They're pulling out their pad like. See, and I that's, split that's it, Martin. exactly what is why it? What I is don't it? do it because I fear that, especially with this podcast, like it's very easy for someone to be like, okay, yeah, um, they know like, your life before you even date, know them. Yeah, like if I want to date Scotty Beam, for example, I go listen to every black girl podcast, listen to only her parts. Write down a list of her stories and <laughs> thoughts and and you'll fears, know her history and I'll know everything about her Without and be able to, to be once. like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the perfect man for you. And that's manipulative. It's not fair to me either because now I've like kind of brainwashed myself into thinking I want this girl or whatever the case may be. And it wouldn't necessarily be the most healthiest, really, just because mm. you know that much. I feel like the way you find out information about your spouse is very is just as important as the information you find out because if you find it out find out from the wrong person or from the wrong source it could take that information mm. you see what i'm saying but if you find out from the person in a natural way in a way that's special sometimes yeah that's the best that's the best way the best kind would you um be open to a jada pinkett will smith style marriage no, I often fight with that. I often fight with that thought of if I could do an open marriage. Because I kind of see that that's where society is almost going in a way. Yep. Um, I'm starting to see more women rationalize cheating. Men cheating, sorry, I should say. Mm-hmm. A lot more women are like online defending men cheating and being like, listen, they're hunters. The, the, the natural instincts is to go out, hunt, collect as much as possible. It, it doesn't mean fuck. they don't love you. Blah, blah, blah. It just means they just want different tastes of different... I'm like, Bro, wow. Um, intri- I did not see that being a thought process for a woman. Okay. In Trinidad, when I was there, it was almost mandatory. Not even mandatory. It was just like expected that there was a side thing. You're giving on. Right, <laughs> I cut like, off your little prick. And then every even you even hear it in the songs, you know. I duck it. <laughs> I duck it. You're you know you're you're hiding from your girl because you're trying to deal with another tinger, whatever it may be. But like 
everybody always that I spoke with knew that there was an opportunity for that to happen. And they're kind of like, it happens. We deal with it. And I was like, wow, you guys have that. It happens that often that you're just desensitized by it. Or it's wow. just like it became a, just like the standard thing to do in, in relationships. It was kind of sad because I'm like, man, how do people, like, is marriage even a real thing anymore? Like, Well, like, okay, I don't know if you've seen The Staircase on Netflix. Um, it's no. a documentary about a, a murder case. A very interesting murder case. I'm not gonna say much about it because I want you to watch it. But um, yeah, dude is in a relationship with his wife and he's bisexual, and so he, apparently they spoke about this and have talked about it. And she would allow him to go out and fulfill his needs with men, and she was perfectly fine with it, um, according to him. Obviously, she's dead. We don't know if that's really what happened, and that was a part of the big part of the the court case was like, is this true? Like. Would she allow that to happen? Because if she wouldn't, then that clearly presents motive and blah, blah, blah. So a large part of the case was, in my opinion, do they believe that you can be bisexual? <laughs> because <laughs> especially at the time, it was like 2002, still wasn't the as information age as we yeah, are yeah. now. People weren't as woke. People weren't as woke um, and accepting. And I do believe, if you watch that documentary, that part of the trial was because they couldn't believe that a man could tell his woman, yo, I want to have sex with a, a man outside of the relationship, yeah. and that they could still maintain a healthy relationship. And with me, <clears throat> I fight with that as well because it's like, obviously as a man, if, you, if someone's going to give you the green light to go out and get more vagina, most men would not say no to that yeah that's uh, give me the green light <laughs> i have a penis for all those vagina holes <laughs> you get a hole you get a hole you, you get, get a hole, hole. <laughs> and so friggin my thing has always been am i am, am i strong enough to put my ego aside of my wife possibly getting dick as well if I would be like, yeah, let's do an open relationship. She's out there getting dick. So I go, okay, what could possibly go wrong? Okay, she goes out, gets some dick. Now there's no secrets. Everything's on the table. Probably have a way more honest relationship. Mm -hmm. A lot more things. Because if you're having sex with someone else, there's a lot, there's, everything else seems very minuscule to hide. It's like, why am I? I'm fucking other people. Why am I even hiding this, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like you'd have a way more transparent relationship. Cool. Pros. Cons. Um... If my wife's going out to get other dick, she's not going out to get the same quality dick. You, you get what I'm saying? And she's I understand how dick, dick. I mean, why would you go for lower or the same, right? But that's the thing. You never, I don't know, unless they have a set situation where they know mm -hmm. that this is a for sure fuck mm -hmm. or a good fuck. Like, a lot of the times it's like, Hit or miss. You don't know. Yeah, it's hit or miss, but I feel like, okay, cool. Now she's hitting or missing, trying to find the one. The right, good, You know what I mean? Fuck. And then when she finds one, it's definitely going to be better than mine, first of all. Mm -hmm. Secondly, um, <clears throat> I have to hope that his personality is a piece of shit. Because <laughs> if you got the personality going with that he's got jerk, a, if you're, he's a cool you're screwed, guy, and now bro. She's, she's getting dick from a cool guy. Even if he's just as cool as me or slightly less cooler, but he's still a cool guy. Mm -hmm. that I know how women and penis 
and emotions work. I know that combination. I know mm-hmm. what it's like. I've seen it. <laughs> and there's there's only there's uh, so many women that there's only so many women that I know or have met that are able to detach emotions from from dick. Dick, and not only dick, but dick and a good personality. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people go, okay, a girl, it's not hard for a girl to just fucking take the dick and just not talk to that nigga. Like, I yeah. know girls that do that. But cool. But it's there's a lot of women that cannot handle good dick and good personality as a combination for a person. So they either see that person less or, mm-hmm. they, or they won't see that person at all anymore yep. or whatever. They'll cut them off. There's so many different situations where it's like, this can go south. Yeah. Way more situations it can go south than it's good for my relationship. Well, for me, if that was to be the case, if ever she was to find, this is my this is my logic, or this is the way I think, if she was to find somebody better, I don't feel like I should be the one to tie her down. If you found somebody better, but there's always someone. Go better. ahead. That's right? my thing. There's but always someone better. When it comes to marriage and stuff, you gotta almost to a point, to an extent. I feel like. Ignore what's better mm-hmm. because you got thing. it good There's already. There's always better, but if you want, if you desire for that better, is is the key or is is the but defining factor? If you're for me, I know for me, I want always want better. Yeah. for my life. Yeah, of right? course. And if I'm gonna search for a partner, I expect her to want better in every aspect of her mm-hmm. life. So it's like she finds that better, then why not go for it? And I don't want that. <laughs> well, the funny thing is you'll never really know if something is better until enough time passes to really, really weigh whether or not something is better or not. Exactly. So sometimes it. people... A so woman that's why will be like, I'd rather just go with the traditional way and just say, fuck it, we fucking each other, and that's it. But like the whole like dog off a leash, you know, it'll, it'll stay beside you more than a dog on a leash. I would... This, and then the other thing is saying to myself, okay... Maybe we could do the whole swingers thing or like um, the sex club mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't think I could be in the same room while my wife's getting dug out. I really don't. I Because I had an experience where um, I was with my girl. This is like this is years ago. And it was me and my girl and we had another girl with us. And the girl was eating her out. And my girl was making reactions that I had never seen before. So I started feeling fucking very insecure. My dick <laughs> couldn't get hard. I felt, I felt cheesed and I couldn't explain why I was getting angry in my mind. But I just knew I was angry and I just didn't you like, like the situation. I can't and ever looking, do that. It, when I was in the situation, I didn't look at it as, oh man, she's doing way better than me. I need to step it up. It was more so... I don't like this. I don't feel good. I don't like how this feels. And I was just attaching it to the situation of somebody else touching my girl. I feel like this is why I don't like what it is. Later on, and, I realized it's just on, like... And that's an honest emotion and feeling to, yeah. to have. Yeah, so, that's what... The, it, and like, the fact that you're time, aware that yeah. you don't like it and admit to it, I think that's commendable. But then we had times after that where I felt perfectly comfortable. And that was because I was the dominant one. And I already, I now knew how to please her more than anybody else. And it didn't matter what anybody else did. I was mm-hmm. going to be the one that was. So I'm like, is it, it fucks with my mind. I'm like, was it, was it because I was insecure that she was better? Or was I genuinely just mad because this is my woman and I don't want anyone touching her? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And I don't want to find that out during marriage. <laughs> I don't want to figure, I don't want to have to come to that crossroads with my wife. I'd rather just, hey, it's me and you. 
we it's just me and you. <laughs> you know, I, I keep on thinking of Daddy's Home when Will Ferrell meets freaking Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he's I like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. When he meets his wife, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he meets Mark Wahlberg, and he's like, how the what? Yeah, you <laughs> trust me, man. Um, but yeah, shout out to Ambrose's transformative Volvo. Uh, <laughs> You've changed Twenty One Savage. You've glowed up Wiz. You've glowed up Kanye. Um, Kanye, Wiz, Savage. Didn't she have one more person in the midst of that? Rosa Acosta. Rosa, she was dating Rosa Acosta. Yeah, slightly. Wait, Rosa Acosta is, is a lesbian, or she's bisexual? bisexual? Yeah. That's dope. Apparently, dope. Um, did you ever date a bisexual? Would I date a bisexual? Did woman? you? Have you? Oh, you, yeah. you did. Obviously, you almost. Think she yeah. Was, yeah. You got jealous of her getting laid up. Yeah, yeah. So you have. Uh, it's funny though; they never label themselves as bisexual. Just is curious? that odd? I'm beginning to feel like a lot of women are feeling like it's it's like uh, a thing where they uh, they eventually feel like they got to be that girlfriend that brings another girl into the mix. I'm feeling like that's starting to become a a checklist thing now for being in a relationship. Period. A lot of women I know are not down with it at all. They're mm-hmm. just like, nope, that ain't happening. No way. I don't yeah. share or I don't eat pussy or whatever. But for just as many of you that say that, there are just as many women out here that don't say they're bisexual but do bisexual things. Is that odd? They call themselves not bisexual because they wouldn't be in a relationship with a woman, but that doesn't make you not bisexual. Maybe bi-curious. That doesn't make you bi-curious. You've found out. You're doing it. You're doing You've it. You've done it. Your tongue's there. Yeah. The, the curiosity <laughs> is now licking the cat. Yes. Your <laughs> <laughs> curiosity licked the cat. Yo. But it's like you're not, like you're bisexual. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Because if like a guy's like, yeah, I suck this dick, but I'm not bisexual. Like, like come on. Dude. Fat. If you're sucking dick in Yemen pumps, you're bi. You're bisexual. So bi. Bye, 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 bye. Why hasn't they made that song? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe not. Two <laughs> of the five NSYNC boys are gay. Are actually bi. And oh, wait, no, they're well, gay? One, and then one's isn't there one, bi, ga- one's one that's gay? gay. No, There's La- only one. No, Lance, only Lance. is gay. And isn't J- uh, JC gay too? No. no JC what does JC say he's gay? This one he came out, he was gay too. Nah, he just wore turtlenecks. <laughs> he wore a lot of turtlenecks. <laughs> Yo. He wore a lot of turtlenecks with church pants. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh that my is, God. That's just JC. That's just a sweat. Church pants and turtlenecks. <laughs> and like a one, one thin gold chain just coming down around. Jeez. JC, where did we go wrong? Um. Bye, 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 sexual. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, Michelle Williams checked in for depression. Oh, no. Yeah. Number three. Yeah, Michelle Williams checks in for depression. Um, did you just call her number three? <laughs> Jesus. This is why. <laughs> this is why. Oh, my God. <laughs> he referred to her not even by her name. He just said, oh, no, number three. <laughs> That's so like she was a minion, <laughs> and you, you couldn't even have names for them. Like there's just so many. You're just like number three, number three. Oh no, oh no, 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 number three, numero trois. 
That's so crazy. What happened to her? So she, what she was just. Well, this is what she said. For years, I have dedicated myself to increasing awareness of mental health and empowering people to recognize when it's time to seek help, support, and guidance from those that love and care for your well-being. I recently listened to the advice I have been give, I have been giving to thousands around the world and sought help from a great team of healthcare professionals. So. This Good isn't on a you. new thing for her. She's been battling th- with this um, for quite some time. And um, I'm hard-pressed not to believe that this is our fault. Hard-pressed. I know. But. I know. But there are other factors at play. Because I know everybody, when they first heard this story, were thinking, this is this is completely us. This is us putting those clips up for tripping. <sighs> Is us calling people the Michelle Williams of the group? No, like you know how you can be called the Michelle. You like, gotta you understand, finish. bro. She is the opposite of Michael Jordan of the group. Do you get that? <laughs> when you say that's She's the like Michael Jordan of the you squad. Jordan, you Scotty, you're the you Michelle Rodman. Williams. Of the group. They don't even say Rodman. You're, you're, you're Bill Wellington. <laughs> like that's crazy bad, bro. Oh, she's not even Tony Kukoc. Oh, she's she's herself. She's Michelle Williams. Well, oh man, Ah, I do. Yeah, that's rough, bro. And bullying. On top of that, damn. Afterwards, I'm I'm pretty sure she had um, a gospel career. Yes. Um, I'm not too sure how that panned out. I'm not too sure how the rest of her singing career panned out because I don't feel like anyone even gave her a chance. Well, afterwards, and my thing is. This is the wildest thing of the whole, like, thing. A lot of Destiny's Child singles, Michelle has the best part. Yeah. Like, emotions? Yeah. Michelle like got the best part. I like the Cater to you. Soldier. Uh, Survivor. I can go down the list, and Michelle's got, like, one of the best parts on all of these songs. Yeah. Emotions. <laughs> like... She's got some really dope solos but that when carried singles that are some of the biggest singles in Destiny Child's career. But you look People at the options, though. You got Queen B. Then you got freaky-ass Kaylee Rowland. See, but the, I think And then you got... It comes down to attractiveness why everybody says this, this thing with Michelle. Well, then That's my be- thing. Because I've never in my life seen Destiny's Child on stage or anywhere... And heard a nigga go, yo, nigga, Michelle, yo, Michelle, fucking no? right, dog. Oh, bro, I will let her hold my hymnal. So it's like literally people are putting her on a third place simply because of her look. It, they're quitting her, and this is where it gets sticky for me, and this is where the depression thing comes in for me. They're equating her to that ugly friend that says, oh, yo, I got work in the morning. She can't come with you. You know what I'm saying? You're after the club, you've been vibing with this chick all night. You and Beyonce been having a hell of a time. What's crazy is Michelle would be and fine Michelle's if she like, wouldn't even be put, if she wasn't put beside those two, you'd look at her and be like, yo, you Michelle's cute. a very beautiful She's beautiful. Girl. Yeah. It has but because she beside them two. Besides such eliteness, it seems like she's the ugly friend and yeah. she's the one that would be like, plus she went the gospel route. So it's like, oh, oh of course she went the gospel route. Yeah, like, it's she's like, that friend. Yeah, and like, yeah. we can't just do 
a duo. We need at least one more person. Yeah. Hmm. Excuse me. Um, yeah. <laughs> would you like to join our group? Like it's geez. it's super wild, man. It's super. And I be I don't think they would have treated Latoya Luckett like this. Latoya still would have. Actually, no. Latoya, Latoya still did. She would have been number two. Latoya still did come out and do her thing. She had that song, Torn. That was a yeah. bop. Torn. She had a lot of different tunes. Um, so, like, I, I feel like it's it just boils down to attractiveness and that fall. Really, that fall really just put the nail in the casket. Like, but I mean, was, all of them have had, like, mishaps That's the other thing. They've all fallen. They've all fallen. I've seen <laughs> Kelly fall. Beyonce asked Kelly had freaking in Toronto. Yo, Kelly had wardrobe malfunctions. It, it, like, they've all had... Michelle's an easy target because she's not as attractive in public perception as Michelle, as Kelly and Beyonce. I'm and sure... I'm sure if she came out on some ratchet shit, she would be everyone would love her to death. But because she's on a Christian shit, well, not only that, plus she's in 2018, man. Uh-huh. You got Instagram, you got anything. You're trying to further your brand or anything, and people that have no heart, people who are born in the 2000s that only know you as, oh, you're the Michelle Williams of the group. Like you gotta think, there's a whole legion of kids that only know Jordan as the crying face. Yeah. So if they only know Jordan as the crying face. Why are they going to know Michelle Williams as? What's even sadder is if people want to book, like no one will even book her unless there's a Destiny Child booking, which will never happen. I've it's never like, seen Michelle Williams host a Caravana weekend or anything like that. Maybe she, did she, did she do any gospel fests or anything? Probably. Probably maybe. like Megafest or something. Just on a lineup with Kiki, with the Winans family? But like, I don't know, man. man. It's just rough, especially in these times so what where, like, we- anybody, if you have social media, anyone can come and say anything to you. And when you're, like, I heard, I can't remember who was talking about it, where they're like, yo, you look through all these comments and, like, and people be like, say, saying, oh, you look great. Oh, you're so good. Oh, you're so talented. And you keep searching, keep searching, keep searching because you're looking because you're like, one of these people are going to talk shit. Yeah. One of these people. <laughs> and Gabrielle Union said... You know, it's it's not that you're searching to see if there's anything negative about you. It's that you're searching to confirm negative things you already think, think about, about yourself. yourself. Yes, yes. Which is crazy. It's all projection. So it's all projection. So you're like, oh, man, it, um, uh, my face looks fat in this picture. I know someone's going to tell me I look fat. I know someone's going to say it. And then there's that one person, the whole, there'll be 400 comments. One person say, man, your cheeks are little. And you're like, I knew it. Be, ah, I knew it. You son of a bitch. I'm just counting all 399 comments that say my face is perfect. Exactly. But you, that one person that said it sucks, so you've reaffirmed yeah, my insecurities. Exactly. Uh, so you got to start just focusing on the positive and like focusing on things that you feel good about yourself about so that people can continue to reconfirm those things and you can continue to grow and excel even more. Um, people... I looked up the symptoms of, of depression because I was like, what are these? Because sometimes I feel like we might be going through some of these. Every day, and they bro. I feel like they're so broad that we don't know or even think that we could possibly be going through it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me look these up. No. There's so, so many forms of depression that people don't even realize they're going through right yeah, now. Yeah. Feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. You have a bleak outlook. Nothing will ever get better. And there's nothing you can do to improve your situation. 
Felt that loss way. of interest in daily activities. You don't care anymore about former former hobbies, pastimes, social activities, or sex. Felt that you've lost your ability to feel joy and pleasure. Yep. Wow, not me. That that not. For, I've ooh. had I've had a day or two with that. Three or four of those. I was like, no. Appetite or weight changes, significant weight loss yep. or weight gain, a change of more than five percent of your body weight in a month. Yep, I lost when I, when I broke up with uh, when I got out of my relationship. I lost twenty pounds in the first month. I went from I went from one eighty to one sixty. Damn. What did you notice? Yeah. Wow. I look good. <laughs> <laughs> I lost weight, but it was like over time after my last breakup. Like mm. it was over like a year, basically. Mm. There used just, to, I'm not you know not that I was looking through pictures, but I saw a picture of you back in the day, fucking uh, and you, I don't know what you're trying to do. You're trying to show off your fucking D'Angelo, oh, G.I. Yeah, Joe, the fuck, yeah. the V-cut, the pelvis V-cut. Oh, yeah. And you're all like, eh. I'm like, oh, this motherfucking. Yeah. Well, sexy. Yo, yeah, you had straight up. I'm like, this I fucking nose. I had a great six pack back in the day. I'm trying to get it back. piece of shit. I'm trying to I, get it back. I don't even know. <laughs> I've The only six pack I've ever owned was beer. Beer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get it back right now. I, I've had the most I had was a two uh, a, a two pack Shakur when I was doing Muay Thai for like a year. Straight my heavy. My V cuts just never go away, but the the abs I'm trying to get back for sure, for sure. Um, Motherfucker. Sleep changes, either insomnia, especially wa- waking in the early hours of the morning, or oversleeping. Yep. Uh, anger or irritability, feeling agitated, restless, or even violent. Your tolerance level is low, your temper is short, and everything and everyone gets on your nerves. That's just me every day. <laughs> um, loss of energy, feeling fatigued, sluggish, and physically drained. Your whole body may feel heavy and even small tasks are exhausting or take longer to complete. You might just be really high on some indica. Um, <laughs> self-loathing, strong feelings of worthlessness or guilt. You harshly criticize yourself for perceived faults and mistakes. That's every time I listen to Beyonce. Reckless behavior. You engage in escapist behavior such as substance abuse, compulsive gambling, reckless driving, or dangerous sports. As I drink this Jameson and roll this blunt. Is what that just said. (laughs) Concentration problems. Trouble focusing, making decisions, or remembering things. Or, 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 you're just high as fuck. Unexplained aches and pains. An increase in physical complaints such as headaches back pain aching muscles and stomach pain i think that was the one that threw me for the loop the most i didn't know you could experience aches and pains dude i from have, feeling sad i remember having i thought i had an ulcer i had a heartburn for like months wow and i was like why do i keep on feeling like i'm gonna vomit like acid indigestion i was like do i, I went to the doctor i'm like do i have gastroesophageal reflux and they're like nah man so you're you just stressed. What reckless behavior did you engage in? Freaking, oh, substance boy. Abuse? Substrate <laughs> substance abuse. Compulsive gambling? Uh, no, I'm not a gambler. It Danger was, uh, sports? But it was, I would spend money friv- frivolously mm. on on anything that would make me feel Better somewhat. for a slight second? Yeah. Momentary happiness? Yeah, very, purchases. very momentary, very, like, quick fixes. It was terrible. I remember losing a lot of money, losing, getting fat. It was just, it was terrible. So you were Takashi Six Nine, basically. Pretty much. Well, my father suffers with uh, manic. He's a manic depressant, so they say it's hereditary. What's manic depressant? Um, what is manic? What is a? 
Like, I know what a manic rant is. I know what a, like, a manic, you know. You're pretty much just full-blown, like, almost unfixable depressed. That's, I think that's what Fousey Tube's going through right now. Ooh, I don't know if you know who Fousey Tube is. Why? He's just, I don't know what's what, going is his on decline, like, he's, he's not popping he's anymore not, online or he's something? He's not popping anymore, um, and he's doing everything in his power right now um, to become relevant again. And it's so much working, but it's obviously in Fousey Tube Ray in the wrong way. But make sure you guys save some for Takashi Six. Nainas. Sources close to Takashi tell us the rapper was working on a music video in Brooklyn early Sunday morning, and at around 4 a.m. he rapped for the night and drove home. We're told when he got there, another car pulled up and blocked his driveway. Our sources say that's when three hooded gunmen got out of the car, grabbed Takashi, and pistol whipped him, knocking him unconscious. We're told the next thing Takashi knew, he was in the back seat of the car as the gunmen were driving around telling him they didn't get what they wanted from him, jewelry and money, and they would kill him. Our sources say a short time later, the gunmen pulled up to Takashi's home, and two of them made their way inside as, uh, way inside as a third one guarded Takashi inside the vehicle. Gunmen took around 750k in jewelry and between 15k and 20k in cash. While all, while all this was happening... Takashi's baby mama and daughter were inside the house but not hurt. That was the end of it. We're told the gunman that wasn't the end of it. We're told the gunman then drove away with Takashi still in the back seat. At some point, 6ix9ine was able to open the back door and jumped out. One of the gunmen began chasing him but got scared and retreated because he was afraid he'd be ID'd. So he there was a picture there was a picture of um, him with like some bruises or welts over his eye. A coco and I eye. And um, Coco in Jamaica still. A uh, what? Bokul? Bokul. 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 Yeah, we call her Coco. Yeah, Coco under his eye. We swell up. Please tell me that just happened. And then, um, <laughs> I swear, if that didn't happen, I'm going to be fucking. <laughs> Yo, I swear to God. <laughs> That mic better have just plugged out. I swear. <laughs> oh, but anyways. Oh my God. Takashi um basically got robbed and he's saying he got set up. He thinks it's an inside job. Oh they sure. Had to know how they to knew work. where he was living. My thing is, was he even robbed in the first place? This is where there's only one part of the story where I feel like they fucked up and they didn't need to include this information if it's if it is a lie okay i don't understand how where they say it we're told the gunman then drove away with takashi in the back seat at some point six nine was able to open the back door and jumped out first of all very movie like Mm -hmm. one of the gunmen began began chasing him but got scared and retreated because he'd be he was afraid he'd be id'd how do you know that? that? How do you know? How do you know? Did he say, no, nah, he gonna see me? <laughs> and then ran back. Yeah. What, what part of the story did this person say or give a hint or a notion that they didn't want their face to be seen and that's why they stopped chasing 6 9 So my thing is like... Yo, you're lucky 6 9 I'll be running after you right now, but you might identify me, so I'm gonna turn around and go back into this whip. Like, really? I, it's either they just dropped him off and he got beat up and robbed, and like he tried to make it sound like he he escaped 
barely by his life. But you see how there was pictures of some dude rocking his chain? No. And I don't doubt that, but... Anybody could be rocking his chain with a bandana over their face and be his nigga. You're not going to know who it is, right? Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I don't know. This whole thing seemed fishy to me. Um, I mean, he he brought it on himself, man. Realistically, I hate to say it for, a long, for this for a long time. It's like, what do you expect, bro? You really, really think after saying all the shit you say, after fucking making fun of a whole coast and talking, throwing dirt on LA, like you don't think motherfuckers are gonna come at you? Like, yeah, don't be dumb, bro. Super wild. Know that it's part of the game, and if you're trying to switch up now, bro, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. That song he has out with Nicki, I was like, this is a fucking dope song. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Uh, I th- I thought it was out of ten. Out of ten, for what it is, I w- well because whenever I hear give t- this an eight, and I'm okay. I'm getting. No, I was gonna give it a seven and okay, a half. Good. There okay, <laughs> only because it wasn't Takashi screaming. Mm-hmm. It was nice to not hear him scream. Yeah, I'll give it that. But my entire focus the entire time was Nikki. Yeah, and all I could think about was Juana's tweet. Talking about Nikki needing to mature, yeah. and now here I am watching a video where she's licking ice cream after she replied to that, saying that she's very mature and she's evolved and her content's so mature. She is now doing a music video where at the start she's playing patty cakes, playing patty cakes. Piano. She is now licking ice cream with a, this nigga like they're children. She's surrounded by balloons. She has water guns. She's on a tricycle at one point or some shit. It's very mature. The whole thing, and I said it before the video even came out. When the video got announced and they had that that graphic of them, and I was somebody's like, "Oh, okay. um, Oh, she's doing a song with Takashi. That's different." I'm like, "Oh no, she's just getting back to her demographic. Yeah, which is gonna be children. Children, youngins, white children, dummies. They 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 flood to Takashi. That's that's their god right now." Um, and they've just recently, Nikki and Future just recently added Takashi to their tour. So that lets me know <sighs> that tickets weren't going well. Because remember how this was marketed at first. True. That was, is actually so true. Shoot, bro. Yeah, Future and Nikki, like that was supposed to be. Thing, and this mm. is supposed to break the internet and yada, yada, yada. I know they weren't selling tickets like they thought they would, especially after this recent Nikki backlash. Future been having kids at left, right, and left, center. right, it, and everybody knows now the jig is up. The Future is not the greatest performer in yeah, the world. Yeah. People have seen him perform on Drake's tour. On Drake's tour, They've exactly. Seen him perform on <clears throat> very big artist tour where they they know. Okay, I don't know if I want to watch an hour yeah. of this nigga. It's too hard to listen to that it's shit. A, it's a lot unless you're a deep, deep fan and you're just there to be in the vibes or whatever. Um. So I don't think they were selling tickets that well. And I think Takashi's got the wave. He's got the juice right now. It's very obvious. And you see the videos of his shows, how, how well and how fucking lit they are. He's going to be the best part of that tour. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, if it anything, just, this is a good chess move for him because he's going to light now he's that gonna, tour up. And, and he's going to win their fans. He's going to win their fans. Yeah, that's so, this so is smart. Good for Takashi. And they need him. He's in, a, he's in a position now where they need him. I honestly just hate that Takashi's getting so much fucking clout. I don't mind it. 
because he's he's starting to get a little fifty-ish to me, and I like it. It's pretty funny. It's needed in the game. You need a Draymond Green. You need a guy that's just gonna stir some shit up and be rousing. He's literally yeah. He's another Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he's man. Another freaking. And Fifty's taking him under his wing. I know Fifty's, you know, guiding him on some of these moves that he's making. So it's like, it's really dope to see. Come on, Kane. Come on, Kane. Kanan. Jeez. Speaking of Fifty. You seen this week? You been seeing what's going on? No. Break it down. You haven't been seeing 50 vs. Floyd? Okay. It's yes. It's reignited. Uh, yes. Vs. Floyd beef has has resurfaced. Um, this all stems from um, allegedly. I know this is years years ago, but allegedly 50 said that Floyd owed him two million dollars mm-hmm. um, for helping him start. Mayweather promotions or whatever. And Florida's like, I don't owe you shit. And that's how the beef started. And they've made up since then, like, two or three times. I can't keep up yeah, yeah. these niggas. But they're at it again. Um, and they're both just... Does Mayweather, does Mayweather have a fight coming up? No, he doesn't okay. have any fight. Oh, yeah, he's retired. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, but allegedly, 50's a legend that he's he's broke. 50's also snitching on, on Instagram saying that his boy was on the phone, on FaceTime with Floyd Mayweather when he killed his girl and himself because he found out that Floyd fucked his girl and wow. blah, blah, blah. And yeah, 50's like, oh, you caused two bodies. It's, it, it went from like a playful thing where 50 was just talking about him not being able to read the usual Floyd Mayweather jokes. Yeah. To like what? real, real. Yeah, now it's getting some real, real shit. Like, like Floyd you're stepping over that, lines that, um, now. Daphne Joy, who's 50's baby mom, gave 50 herpes, and how uh, 50 lied about having getting 300 million dollars from Coca Cola for the deal, and just a whole bunch of sh- shit. That's like, wow, like you guys are way too old to be airing all this stuff out on social media. Call each other. <laughs> Talk to each other. There's no. I like when Fifty goes in. I like when Fifty trolls, but there always comes a point where I'm like, Fifty, come on, man. <laughs> All right, enough's enough. And him doing that, oh, like those two people are dead because of you. That was, that was a lot for me. I was like, okay, Fifty, that's enough. I want to see what more. Like, well, the internet's saying that Mayweather is is broke already, so that's like. Before fifty had How to say. How gambling does one have to do to blow at the amount of money that man's made? And if so, does that mean we're getting a Pacquiao fight? Let's go. Yeah, 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 Let's bring go. it back. Oh man. If he if he decides to fight Pacquiao again, he's broke. Yeah, yeah. He's going broke, or he's broke. Because I don't hear nobody talking about his club that he opened. And I know his merch ain't selling like that. I don't see no TMT in these streets. You see money team in these streets. Money team in these streets? No money team merch. Not like Young Money. No. Remember when Young Money was selling merch? Yep. Yo. Yo, whatever happened? He had on smash. When you saw the YCMB, YMCMB shirts? That was was everywhere. They literally started the acronyms. Did they? They started the acronym trend. Mm, I'm pretty sure Drake started that. Well, that's... Well... OVO started that. 
YMCMB into OVO, OVO, OVO or OVO ATF? Yeah, ATF, ATF. Like they they've been doing that for quite some time. ATF, OVO, YMCMB. Fresh. Yeah. They've been doing yeah. that for quite some time, and everybody kind of jumped on the wave. Even um, like just music that came out, singles would have just abbreviations. I remember, especially for um, hell yeah, it, for uh, what's it called? Um, Fucking right. Ah, what is it? If you're reading, it, it's too late. Yeah. There was. I remember that that abbreviation they'd use in almost every caption, and you'd be wondering like what. What is that? What does that mean? And like you'd have to go search for what it what it was, whatnot. It was a good marketing plan, and it helped a lot of this like new age. Like okay, we're gonna cut down words because we're lazy. Yeah, age yeah. <laughs> that we're in. Um, I mean, actually, that's when you think about it. That's like that shows the genius that is OVO and understanding that you know hashtags and like these. These, They're very these, in tune with the culture. Yeah, these acronyms to describe, you know, specific phrases like yeah. HMU, uh, whatever, all that shit. L- TTYL, LMFAO. Let's just throw OVO all up in that. Yes. ATF, YCM, YMCMB. But yeah, 50 versus Floyd. Um, these guys are just way too old for this shit. Although I do find 50 Cent beef entertaining all the time. 50 Cent all... All fifty cent beefs is, is are welcomed. <laughs> are welcome. <laughs> I welcome any fifty squabble just because I know he's gonna find a way to poke somebody's like press a button that somebody doesn't even realize they have. You know? <laughs> like and when you I love watching him on power because it can't like when you see Kanan you're just Power's like that's fucking fifty that's for sure. That is his life. That is yo, it's I'm pretty sure that's his life. Favorite. Have you been catching up with it? Hell, yeah. Have you been listening to Soti TV? No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. You should, you should try it out. Man. I'll, I'll take it. Really you know what? After seeing the uh, Teresi post, I'm like, maybe I will. Trust me, man. We we go in depth with uh, reviewing the episodes. Shout out to Tony Francis. You guys can catch that every so single TV. Monday or Tuesday um, on this channel. Um, we have that as a second show now um she does tv and movie reviews she'll be reviewing the emmys coming up she'll be reviewing the new insecure season coming up so um yeah stay tuned it's really dope to just you know discuss and dissect these episodes with her um because you get more insight and you get especially when you think like oh i it's like watching tv with someone yeah you know what i mean like you're sitting there thinking you know what the plot's saying and then someone says something Beside you, that you're like, oh shit, oh that's so true. Oh, that's oh I so didn't see true, it that dog. way. Yo, dog. So she has a lot of good, like yeah. she sees a lot of things that most people wouldn't see. Yeah, on the we service. both we, we both provide each other with insights that like we probably both have did not see it from that point of view. Like, I learn shit from her every week. She learns shit from me every week. It's it's dope. How about the power outros when they do the director's like breakdown? I never watch. You never I watch never those. Never watch the power outro. I enjoy them. I, Very I, much. Need, I watch it on the internet. So as soon as it's done, I oh X. okay. Well, no, it continues sometimes. You never. I just closed the window <laughs> completely. <laughs> like done. Click. Thank you. On to the next one. Finish with this. I'm one of those people. As soon as the content's done, I I move on straight to some more content of some sort. Well, <laughs> you know, I noticed that you had your Twitter feed open on your on your desktop, and I'm like, wow, you could look at Twitter on your 
desk. <laughs> you didn't know. I didn't even know that, bro. That was just an app I was like, oh shit, I don't know. bro. I'm. Wow. I mind you, when Twitter happened, wow. I came on Twitter like six years later. Whoa, wow. No, it took you that long. I no, I I got an account just to have one, but I didn't use it oh, until like three years guys. later. I know. I remember I made an account in two thousand nine. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> and I left it. And then, but then you came back. Facebook was just getting so boring. I'm like, yo, let me just see what this Twitter shit's like really hitting for. And I'm like, you know what? I think what I got to do is follow a lot of people. Then my timeline will always be popping. My goal when I first got on Twitter, I was like, follow as many people as possible where even if I'm on at 3 o'clock in the morning, my timeline's still entertaining. Yeah. So it took a long time to get to that point. So you just started following anybody and everyone? Anybody I found interesting, I followed. And it, 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 you didn't have to be someone I agreed with. Like You just had to be interesting. If yeah. Say, say some profound with, shit. Saying it in a way that I thought, thought was clever or some shit, I'll follow you, even if I don't agree with you. Because I need to have that balance. Like I talk about it almost every week on here. I need to have that duality of like... Because then you end up getting flooded in a see of your own opinions being exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah don't know that you're wrong well <laughs> and and that's one thing you know coming into this podcast was like i don't want to be influenced by reading all these different articles mm. before and that's why i enjoy like for those of you who don't know like i don't know what topics we're talking about until we come here so it's like don't tell me about it like, i'm telling you shit or I'll, t- I'll give you the topics but you know i'm used to it like that i was like know? that with jason as well like i, I just gather I like gathering content. I love researching the stuff. I like looking it up and going in depth with it more. Yeah. Um, no, but like when uh, when I was looking at Twitter, because you know, once you more, the more you started talking about it, I'm like, let me revisit this. Yeah. I'm like, shit, fuck a novel, fuck a book. Twitter is the greatest. I'll read man. Twitter for days. Trust me. And I'll be entertained reading these 140 characters, and then it's even now. It's double? Yeah, you can do 280. What? Now. Okay, so okay, that changes everything. Because I, I remember trying <laughs> to formulate jokes that were only written within 140 characters. Mm. Those are good. But now we can go 280. Yeah, you can Sick. go 280 All right, get a little bit more wordy. <laughs> but, yo, that's amazing. Like, because... I'm I'm just like I said, starting to understand Twitter. After it's a very magical place, man. I've made friends on there that I never would have made and on any like in any other situation. I wouldn't have become friends with them. That's another thing I wanted to ask you about: hmm. meeting people via social media and the internet. Yeah. yeah, I have. I'm still old school. It's a fucking toss up, man. I don't. I've maybe met three people. Off the internet. I'm going to say 35 to 40% of the people are like they are on social media. 30% of the people. 30 to 40%. 40 are who they are on social media. Yes. And everybody else. Everyone else is just either for the worse or better. <laughs> it's mostly for the worse. I mean, for the most Especially part. Especially a lot of like socialites. Like um, people do YouTube videos and like uh, different videos and stuff like that. You'd think that they'd be interesting in person or have yeah. something to say and they don't. Like, and I get not having a lot to say because like, I know people expect me when they meet me to be this fucking bomba clotting, jumping mm. off the walls and just yeah, yeah, super yeah. loud and always trying to bust a joke but all the time. And that's yeah. not me in person at all. Same here. If people see me, they think I'm always on. I'm like, nah, I'm not always it's on. It's exhausting to be always it on. It is. Like, 
I always wonder, I'm like, is Brendan Walzak always that, like, Scarborough Mandem that I met him? And I'm like, no, you chill as fuck. Yeah. He's not fucking as like, yo, yo, dog, yeah. six at six, Brandon Wallach. No, he's actually a chill dude that listens to Linus Morissette, you know? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're cool. Nuanced niggas, nigga. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, no, I've I've only met, like, for my Tinder... Uh, my never t- met anyone off I'm Tinder. I'm 100% on Tinder. I've never met Everything, everything, every single thing that I've met... You've and matched snapped. and You've met crushed. in person, I've crushed. <laughs> I'm one for one. Jeez! 100%. I'm one for one, bro. <laughs> From the line. But that was like in another country. And both of us were in another country. So we're just kind of like, we're alone. Let's be alone together. She was alone right? too? She was, she's originally from Botswana. I'm she from Scarborough. Alone. We're in Taiwan. She's like, I like Asians, but Asians don't like black girls here. I'm like, I, I do. Like you. <laughs> You're like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't know this me. I got a cheek to the pokes. But um, yeah, yeah I've know. never met people online in person and like have had a flourishing relationship or like created friendships off of online interactions i've never met anyone off tinder or or bumble or because like i just forget about the the app and i just don't check it for a while (laughs) (laughs) i don't think guys like you need to need to anyways that's he and that's the other thing that's that's one thing i don't like because i go on to these pages or these apps or whatever Mm-hmm. And girls messaging me, asking me, "What are you doing here? What the fuck you mean? What am I doing here? I can't have needs. I can't, <laughs> I can't have wants and desires. I can't. I can't. I can't be I on can't this thing for love, for, just like you is. I can't be looking for booty calls I at four a.m. in the morning. This is what? crazy. Like girls, like Yo, honestly, what are you doing on here? Or they won't believe it's me. Or they'll message me on my other social media and be like, "Hey, somebody's." thinks they're you on tinder or whatever i'm like that mm, that is weird <laughs> you know what's it's funny moralizing because it's like you guys are making me feel like i'm trash for being on here <laughs> well it's fun because is that the perception now is like okay i don't think he should be on here so if he's on here he must be a piece of shit well I, yeah <laughs> i i think it's pretty much like they look at you and like no he's fully capable of getting things so why would but you why, succumb so to a tinder thing? i'm not fucking matching with these things unless they're capable of you know what i mean like what i'm not matching with you because you're and you're beat. you're incapable and no. you're incapable yeah no i match with the capable yes i'm swiping if you look good and and that's that. Maybe my taste is just too wide. I'm just, I'm beginning to think that like maybe women think too you're much of a wide perception of beauty. No, I'm attracted ma- to a lot. Well, maybe women are shallow and think that you have a specific standard of what they think beauty is, and you're just not that shallow of a dude. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, mainly ladies, Marlon is not a shallow piece of shit. No. No, I like a lot. All people shapes would be shocked at what I jerk off to sometimes. Hey, I think people would be like, "Whoa, you!" Really? I'm not gonna lie to you. I do enjoy a good old mediocre porn clip, bro. <laughs> if the thing beats, <laughs> it's more realistic. It might get me off a little quicker just because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. should do that. You know what? <laughs> she seems gap, more real. Bro, she has a big gap in her teeth. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm like, I want to see you suck dick. 
I feel like you suck dick better than girls who don't have a gap in their teeth. I want you to spit on my cock through your split. But it looks nasty. Yo, spit on my cock through your fucking gap. Everybody that has a gap knows that sound. <laughs> Spit on my cock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo, the girl fucking. Oh my god. I'll be so turned I'll on be right so now. So amped. Oh my god. <laughs> I like this art. <laughs> She just spit through a gap on my You're dick, son. Gap, my nigga. I'm, I'm putting busted. a ring on it. Oh, <laughs> you nasty little whore. I love you. Trust no. me. I, I don't know if women can say the same thing. Like, I've been uh, watching Chubby you, Ting sometimes, but if no. I get in the mood, like I'll dabble in that BBW. I ain't got no problem. Yo, let me show you this clip I was watching earlier today, bro. Uh, no. <laughs> this shit. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> No, so no, show me unless you want me to take notes. You, you <laughs> see them bitches with like with a little pudge and like, oh. okay. Some you, of those are some of the ripest, bro. You had kids. Some of the ripest. I like me man. some milfs. That's why I watch amateur amateur videos. That's my shit. Cause it's it's, Cause it's realistic, real and I know things are really coming when they're shaking and shit. Mm, like, yeah, I, 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 these, that's these a real eye roll. Stars, like you know? I watch documentaries and stuff, and I know that they. Sometimes they put liquid up their pussy and yeah. like squirt it out. Yeah. Or yeah. like they do all these things and they fake them. Tricks. Lot. Straight tricks. It's like they've taken some of the dicks that they've taken. I'm like, come on. That I've seen you fuck Lex Steel. That guy's not doing yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's just, I, it loses that realism for me. Whereas amateur, like if you got a camera under a jacket in the corner of the room, I know this shit about to be fucking Oh man! Like I know this shit about to be fire, bro. I need to feel like a fly on the wall when I'm watching porn. I don't think we've had an episode where we didn't speak on porn. I think we have. Well, while I've been on, (laughs) while I've been here, (laughs) I feel like porn has been spoken at least once an episode on this podcast, which is fine because everyone loves sex. Everyone has it, so why not? Why not? Why not everyone? I guess. Well, everyone has some form of it, masturbation included. I don't think Michelle Williams is masturbating. Oh, leave her alone! <laughs> I'm sorry. Leave her alone. Michelle, leave Michelle. We love you, Michelle. I know. I got Michelle, a I to- for your vagina. <laughs> Michelle, we all know you jerk off. It's okay. Marlon's just being a piece of shit. We Michelle know you jerk off. You Kurt are Franklin. human. Oh, my God. She's <laughs> Which the- is ironic because Kurt Franklin no longer jerks off. <laughs> he goes down <laughs> and he gets up. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Don't get me started on gospel music scholarships, man. I was actually just asked by my old gospel choir, Theocracy, to come back to church. Their name is what, nigga? Theocracy. It was uh, a democracy. Theo, meaning, you know, God. Theo right? means God. Theo meaning you know worshiping God and and theocracy is like is like a a, a, a a bureaucracy. A bureaucracy is like you know a body or whatever. I don't even know. It was, it was supposed to mean God's God governed theocracy or something. Like that, whatever. It was kind of gifted church. Well, <laughs> it was. <laughs> What's a Kumon church? <laughs> <laughs> Why 
welcome to the Church of Kumar. <laughs> we're teaching now Christianity. Literacy and spirituality. Here, <laughs> theocracy's first song. I have a penis for <laughs> your vagina hole. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. Wow. We're going to hell. It's okay. Yeah. In, in gift baskets. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the same basket that Moses was in. Hey! Oh, hey. <laughs> oh man. Um, who else is going to hell? Charlemagne um, and his Charlie. wife. Charlie. Both admit that the first time they had sex, he raped her. Yo, yes. and like okay, we slightly touched on this. Last and he, time. but when he was speaking on it, he was so nonchalant about it. Like he's very nonchalant. But okay, let me. Let, okay, I'm gonna say what exactly what he said. I keep telling y'all. I told y'all this over and over. It's a lot of things guys did, especially when we were young, that were rape that we just didn't consider rape. I'm married to my wife. Me and my wife dated for a whole year. She would not give me no pussy. Me and my wife hung out one Saturday night. She got sloppy drunk and passed out of my mama's house, and I got that pussy. Oh, my. She was fucking me back and all that, but she was really drunk. I asked her yesterday, yo, did I, did I rape you the first time we ever had sex? And she goes, I guess. I mean, kind of. In hindsight, yeah. So now I can understand. Um, Is rape okay when you outrage. fall in love with your captor? Yes, it's, I mean, wait, sorry, wait. Did you say is rape okay if you fall in like no, if you fall in love okay with your rapist? I don't think there's a there's a okay rape, but I understand the outrage, the initial outrage to this. <clears throat> he um did a little six minute clip uh that he posted on Brilliant Idiots today. It wasn't even an episode; it was just literally six minutes of Charlemagne talking and explaining <clears throat> um the situation. And he basically said that he didn't um, say it at a time at the time in a way that was smart mm-hmm. or serious. And he apologizes for the lightness in which he expressed um, the story or expressed his thoughts on the story or whatever. <clears throat> and he basically okay. So if you've been watching Charlemagne, if you're like a, a fan of Brilliant Idiots podcast. Especially the Brilliant Idiots podcast, because it's it's not the same if you watch Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, and that's all you've been seeing. He really mm. goes more in depth with his thoughts and his views on life yeah. on the Brilliant Idiots podcast. So I've been listening to it for a couple of years now. Yeah, he's always way more like raw. way more in depth, way more raw, way more candid, all yeah. that stuff. And this story was shared. This is, where he shared it was on the Brilliant Idiots podcast, and this was years ago. Right, so now if you've been watching Charlemagne, it's kind of hard to um, be outraged at this. First of all, because he's the one that told us it; we wouldn't have known unless he told us it. Second of all, the time in which he told us it is a completely different Charlemagne than the one that I listen to now. He's evolved in many ways. There are times where his co-host, uh, Andrew, or just somebody on the show will say something that is out of line, out of pocket, or just just not right. And Charlemagne will call the person out on it. Mm-hmm. And will say that's not right, and oh, they're going to get you, and blah, blah, blah. So like, and he's even guided his own words a lot 
more carefully than he would have in the past. You remember old Charlemagne? Fucking the reason he's Charlemagne now is because of how reckless that yeah. nigga used to be, bro. So I kind of miss the old Charlemagne. I'm I'm conflicted because obviously I like Charlemagne. So when you like someone and something bad comes out about them, you're obviously conflicted right away because you don't want a reason to not like this person. You enjoy the content they put out, whatever the case may be. Cool. I can't listen to Nas anymore, properly. I'm sorry. Fuck you. I'm sorry, bro. Fuck me up. I'm sorry, man. Man, I just... You you remember that Seinfeld episode where um, they're talking about how you never notice something until someone points it out, and then all of a sudden you just can't unsee it? And you're like, oh... I hate you. Yeah. I'm so sorry, brother. Um... Gerald is better than Nas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Charlemagne, it's, it's conflicting for me because I have seen the growth and I have seen the changes. Yeah. And at the same time, what, he explained it today more clearly and more thoroughly. And if you, that's another thing. You listen to Charlemagne, you know that he's not good at expressing his thoughts cohesively and like with proper diction sometimes and just like saying all the right things. He so just lets he it out. Said, no he clarified today that his wife wasn't the only one under the influence. He was as well. They both together decided to go and get Spanish Fly from the sex store. Spanish Fly, although it's a, because it's attached to Bill Cosby's name now, I think people are thinking that it's illegal and it's not something you can just get. When realistically, it was in sex stores at the time. I don't know if it still is. But if it was in sex stores at the mm-hmm. time, it was a thing that you could just go in and get. You didn't need no prescription, no nothing. Can I get a package of lambskin condoms and some Spanish fly, yeah, please? Exactly. Yeah. So him and his wife both took it. They both decided on what drink they were going to take it in or whatever. And it just turned out that on that day, he got the pussy because they were both under the influence. Now, the way but he explained it initially, it sounded it like, he, like he was the only one under the yeah. She was the only one under the influence. She was sloppy drunk and he fucked her incoherent body. So that's why I would understand the outrage in that respect. But if they were both under the influence. If they're both under the influence, like that's my rule always is if I'm not drunk or drunk on the level of someone else, I'm not even going to bother. I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to. Because my thing is not even necessarily is it right or wrong. It's. How are you going to feel about this the next day? Yeah. I don't want you to have any conflicted feelings or feel bad about something you did. I don't ever want to be that guy that made you feel that, that guy way. that yeah. made you feel like you did something wrong or like you, you did something that was out of your, your, your that wasn't in your will. Like yeah. it wasn't your desire to do this. So it's like I asked the questions beforehand. I asked questions during like I need to know that this is really what's going down. Mm-hmm. Right. So, it's easy for me to say that in 2018 when these things are stricter and, you know, everybody's talking about it and this is a major hot topic. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, at the time when him and his wife were first dating, it wasn't. And these things weren't discussed in the way they were. Spanish Fly didn't have the negative connotation it has now. And <clears throat> I'm in no way caping for Charlemagne. He still did rape his wife in my opinion, because I, I just don't see how she didn't give you the pussy for a year and then all of a sudden you guys just decided to get smacked. Because the way he framed it, he never said it like, we decided we gonna fuck. And so we went to the sex store, we got the Spanish five up. It kind of seemed like 
maybe she wants to try it out. You know what I mean? And he saw, yo, this is my chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was fully he, aware. Like, like if, um, I, if I take the Spanish fly too, she can't really blame me for it. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know. It just seemed like he was a little bit more coherent than she was in the situation. He took a way smaller dosage can, for sure. Yeah. The fact that he can remember more and he's just way <laughs> more like, we're only hearing from his side. So it's easy to say that he remembered more or whatever, but the way he's explaining it, it seemed like he was way more in the driver's seat than she was. But I don't think anybody should be in the should be pissed or angry until she comes out and says, "I'm fucked up because of this," or because until she says she has a problem with it, why should other people have? It? Well, I can understand why people have it when it comes to triggers, mm-hmm. um, especially the way he in which he discussed it the first time, the initial mm-hmm. the initial statement. He didn't make it sound like it was something he regretted. Like, he didn't make it sound like it was something that he was disgusted with or anything. He was kind of laughing, kind of busting well, I, jokes Well, I think it's it. because he didn't actually think he did rape her. He thought... No, he said it. He's like, well, he thinks he did. Well, Because technically, it was like, wait, I pretty much raped you if that's the case. If, if, if we're looking at Bill Cosby and then comparing that moment to Bill Cosby, then I technically raped you. He's saying, I keep telling you, I've told you this over and over again. It's a lot of things guys did, especially when we were young, that were raped that, were rape that we just didn't consider rape. So at the time, he didn't think that fucking a girl that was drunker than you was rape. And I can completely understand that. There's a that lot true. of men that to this Hell fucking yeah. day... Hell yeah, that's true. Think, okay, I drank. Okay, she drank more. No big deal. We both drank, like... It's not like we were both weren't partying, blah, blah. She knows Yo. what she's doing. She's a grown oh person, yada, yada, God. yada. Yo, you remember the movie Kids? Yeah. When Casper's like, shh, Jenny's me, Casper. Yeah. And she's on Quaaludes or whatever, yeah. and he's just fucking the uh-huh. shit out of her while she's sleeping. And I used to laugh at that. I, I never used to laugh at it, but I never used to think it, there was something wrong with the fact that she was high as fuck. Exactly. And he wasn't. Exactly. When I was younger, I never used to think that. I was, was just like, whatever, if you're high like that and you know, you're Some going to these parties like that, like it's New York City, yeah. shit happens. And it, in my head at the time, even till now, I, I, I remember looking at that like, oh, that happens. Yeah. But now that we're way more woke and we're more aware of like what is what, now you look back and like, oh shit, maybe, yeah, I did yeah. fuck up. And, and it goes know? back to what I was talking about last week. Like I hate things that I don't know I don't know. And there's a lot of men that are walking around constantly in a state of not knowing what they don't know. So it's like, I think that's why I get so aggravated when um, like you, you make a mistake mm-hmm. and women call you out on the mistake but don't tell you how to fix it. And I get that it's not their job to do that. Yeah. But it's kind of frustrating because I'm like, you don't understand how many niggas don't know that they're doing something wrong. And you just telling them that they're doing something wrong without explaining what that is and how they can fix it. We've been raised not by hip-hop. help the situation. Yeah. We've been raised by men. It's just that simple. Men have always, like, I'm beginning to realize that men have really, like, I don't know how they even got away with it for so long. Treated women like pieces of absolute shit. Bro, you, even in the Bible... And I think it's, it's I think it's even in the Bible there's inequality. I think it's because a lot of this uh, uh, gentleman stuff and and um, treating your lady and all it seems at first like oh yeah women get this stuff and that stuff women don't need to 
to complain. They 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 can have life way easier. But if in all those situations, it, a, a woman having life way more easier has a lot to do with sex and with male dominance over her. Regardless, if you're buying a girl your ting, now she's your ting and like your pimp or whatever the case may be. So it's like it always comes comes back to men being absolute. The men are trash. <laughs> you know. Now you come to think about it. I can now that you say it, I'm, I'm thinking that chivalry is the result of chauvinism. Of course, bro. Look at look at um, hold the door open for a woman. I from I was younger and I never knew about chauvinistic ways or anything like that. But from when I was younger, I've always had the theory that um, holding the door open for a woman was just a way to look at her ass. Ooh, like I've always that was always been my theory. I'm like, you hold the door open for a woman. Let me get so, that for yeah, you. Yeah, you just want to take a Ooh, stare. Okay. You yeah. just want to look at it. And, like, if your boys are behind you, like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, a, there's a lot of things <clears throat> that Lady, we consider ladies first being only. nice to women that is really being demeaning to women. You know what mm. I mean? Um, especially when it comes to physical aspects where we don't we don't deem them as being strong, as strong enough to handle certain situations yeah, yeah. emotionally or physically. So it's like, I don't know, man. We've been, we just been fucking up for a long oh, time, man. Bro. A long time. When you and think about it, it's, it's within the past hundred years, it's the only time women have been seeing a certain level of equality. Of respect. And respect. And dignity and respect, <laughs> decency. And, you know, we only speak about AD, BC. Yep. We don't really know how old this world is. No. But from the beginning of, you know, let's say the few thousand years we've been living based off the Bible, even in the Bible times, women have been, been dealt with disrespect all the know, way till now. I want to know what was the first woman that was like, nah, you go, you go kill that lion. I'll be over here. I'll pick some berries. And then now not, it's no, all it's, their it's, jobs to pick berries and none of them want to go hunt. And like, ooh, why are we doing that? Niggas die over there. Like, it's like, <laughs> Adam, try this fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly. See, that's how you know the Bible and religion is fucked up because from time they've been blaming women, women from time. Like, yo, no, it was it was everything. it was Eve's fault that we're living in sin. Yep. She she wasn't even existed. We had to make her after taking a rib from Adam. I have like so wow. many Jeez. views on the Bible and so many things I would like to say, but like I'm just what? waiting for the proper proper moment, proper time, proper uh, setting. To just have that whole discussion. Because the religion topic is very interesting to me. Very interesting. I mean, I'm sure you being a church boy. Oh, me being an, you know, an, an, ex an ex-pastor in training. like It just boggles ugh. my mind the things that people believe in religion. And this, is a, this goes for all religions, not just one. Not just Christianity. Not just all, Christianity. All. all religions. The things that they choose to believe in that but won't believe in life. It is. It's fucking <laughs> perplexing. Like the, the the faith that you can have in things not seen and things not heard. But the the simple, simple logical things that you just you just don't even believe. Like and I'm starting to I'm even starting to question um the whole zodiac thing. 
because I'm I'm beginning to understand horoscopes are different from zodiacs and mm-hmm. like I'm gonna look into that as- astrology thing a little bit more because I'm I'm I I, I find it very conflicting and contradictory that I believe in energies and good vibes, but don't believe that the stars alignment could be preventing me could be contributing to that. Yo, so have, like, have you ever went on? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving you a little exclusive here. It's going to be exclusive, 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 exclusive. Well, pr- 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 premiere, 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 premiere. Exclusive. So, thesecretlanguage.com. Go in there, type your birth date, and prepare to be amazed and fucked up. It reads you? At, as you read yourself oh. in different in words that you haven't like you've you're reading everything about yourself but written in different words and you're like how the fuck Bro, is this so okay. accurate i've had someone not a site someone do that to me mm-hmm. and they told me like i'm like i'm special in that way that i can i can sense things and i, I can see things in people yeah um, just right off of meeting them and right I can tell the things about their life. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And she just went on to just fucking tell me about me. It was crazy. You're like, fuck I was you. like, yo, like, don't you, talk to me. Yeah, no fucking pagan. Like, <laughs> like, you fucking get out of here, you. Juju? I don't know what this Goddamn is Oracle. Peace I've out. Met, I've never met anyone like that in my life. And it just, it, Kind of scares me, man. Listen, I've asked over 40, 50 people to go on the site just the for me to see. Language. The secret language.com. We're going to post that on Twitter. Okay. For you guys. Now, it breaks down. So you type in your birth date uh-huh. and it breaks down. So it says, so I'm born within the week of the empath. Okay. I and then it just that. breaks down empath. like, like I'm this empathetic person i'm a cancer so like i was just reading it i'm like yo this is too motherfucking accurate then i started reading a whole bunch of other people's and i'm just like let me see if this applies to me too and if it's just a generalization of things and i was like nope it seems to be accurate on all fronts i'd say 38 out of the 40 people i've sent to that site were like oh my god this is me my it's freaking me my biggest problem with it has always been all right, if zodiacs and horoscopes are accurate, right? Why don't they play a bigger role in society? Like you think that people would be placed into jobs, um, placed into classes um, where they would be in an environment conducive to how they learn, how they receive information, and how they grow, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm a Leo and I'm confident and blah, 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 you're going to put me into a sector where I could, you know, I, I could use those personality traits and blossom even more and be an even better contributing member to society, right? It was demonized as paganism, that's why. But when was that? From 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 like the Mason back when Masonry was like a thing. Well can we can we agree that it's definitely not viewed as that anymore? I don't think people even know what paganism is for the most part. I mean people Christianity and religion at this point in time is like is all politics. Like it's not used like it used to be well in my personal opinion. Yeah. So like 
for people to be like, oh, you know, people don't care for pagan. Like, they just disvalue and discredit it for so long that it's no like redemption for it to be a part of actual like. Well, it's it's just like you know, it's it's been demonized. It's it's pretty much a, the witch. You know, it's 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 the witch of Salem. Like, oh, yeah. it's these. I, do, fucking, I, I gotta admit, people. I when I see people talk about it, it just sounds like some witchcraft. <laughs> it, you know, well, that's because we were programmed to think that that's what it is. Mm. You know, it was stigmatized as uh, witchcraft, paganism. Like, you know, you know how the pagan chit chat goes. Oh, I like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the fact that people can say pagan, 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 and then celebrate Christmas, which is Christmas a is a pagan holiday yeah. for the winter solstice. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna you're gonna talk about and then throw. See, that's another thing about the Bible. That's another that's another one of those things, man. December 25th. Jesus was born during harvesting season, which is September times, folks. December that doesn't happen. They had what was it dates? There's something. One of the wise men picked dates. They picked dates like that. and some yeah of like this is not fucking no. December. This is it's harvesting season. They're taking dates to bring to fucking Jesus, but also. I th- this is my loophole for Christians. Okay, okay. <laughs> that okay. First of all, right now you can see that the seasons are shifting. Uh-huh. In a sense, they're getting pushed almost over thousands of years. You never know. December could have been summer back in the day, back. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like that, especially in a different part of the world, you never know what uh-huh. the season was. So that's my always my. My saving grace, mm. for lack of a better word. A thousand years could have pushed back. It could, it could have a thousand, a couple thousand years could have pushed back the seasons mm-hmm. into a different time period. Summer could have been uh, November to February. You never know. Like That could have been what it was. And we're, we're seeing it now, right now. It's being blamed on climate control mm. and uh, the ozone layer and whatnot, but like... You never know if this is just how things been and how things go. Like, well, you know why Jewish people and Seventh Day Adventists and people that like worship the Sabbath day, mm. like worship it the way they do, from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset, mm. because in the Bible it states that like God stopped the sun yeah. for half a day, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So they're like technically twelve a.m. was sunlight. But because God stopped the, the sun from moving for half a day, it moved things back. So if we're supposed to be, if Jesus is the living example, and we got to worship God the way he did, when did he go to church? He was going to church from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset, because that's the seventh day. And I'm just like, man. Why? Wow, God invented daylight savings time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, in the beginning... In the God morning, said, "Let uh, there be God daylight savings be an hour. <laughs> Let there be an hour more of sleep <laughs> during the summer months." Oh man, Jesus um, Christ! But yeah, summer months, man. It's not been the greatest in Toronto. Um, oh man, yeah, we gotta talk about this. Stop the fucking violence. At this point, I just like when it's things like this where it's like so random, it's so unmotivated, it's so just it just happened. It perplexes me because I'm like, what do those people that that died, those people got shot, what do they do to deserve 
being in that place at that time. Like I hate, I always say this, and I, I, <laughs> I contemplated making this a stand-up bit. I don't want to ever be a lesson for other people. Who does? I, I, like I, a lot of people, when they're in the situation, I'm glad I could be a lesson to, but I don't ever mm. want to be a fucking lesson. I don't want to be don't the first be the person example. with a string of diseases no, that no. no one's ever heard of, and now no. I'm the fucking poster face child of this Thank shit. you, Marlon. They name a hospital ring after me. I don't give a shit. I want to live, all right? I don't want to... Like it's just there's a lot of different. <laughs> this is the Marlin. Her, this is the Marlin Palmer herpes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wing. Palmer herpes wing. Like uh, Marlin Palmer's herpes Marlon Palmer was, was a specific type of herpes <laughs> that <laughs> outbroke in Toronto. Herpes. So we make sure that anybody that has Marlin Palmer herpes, herpes. is in this wing here at Sick Kids. That <laughs> like I don't want to be a lesson, bro. I don't want to be someone that. Gets other people to appreciate life more through my death. I'm sorry. Go appreciate life more on your own time. <laughs> I, no. I, I feel so bad. Like, those are the things that but make an, me question God, man. An 18-year-old and a 10-year-old. Those are the things that make me question God. Look at the kids that died in the park just a couple, like a month ago. These are the things that make people question God. Mm -hmm. It's like, why? Like, why? Give me one reasonable explanation that you can you can really tell me right now that makes this okay. It's the story of Job. It's, like, it's no. just fucked it's, up. It's it's too fucked up. See, I, I I've been hearing a lot of things like people you know some people said oh this was just all for real estate, in the sense that if you want to bring down the price mm -hmm. of real estate in a neighborhood, gunshots. It's more than just re it's I okay. believe that that does play a part. It definitely did play a part. Um, I, I believe that I always job employment, um, creating programs for children for kids to be a part mm -hmm. of, all these things are contributing factors that they just keep taking down one by one. Like prices prices for homes are just ridiculously high in Toronto. It's one of the highest costs of living in any city in North America. Uh, you got friggin' employment rate horrible. Mm -hmm. You got um, after school funding for programs and, and recreation being cut. Being like, cut, yeah, yeah. You, you Resources just gone. Bro, I can't find a basketball gym to play ball at for free anywhere. That's crazy. That if I'm a fucking 14-year-old kid with no job, I got to somehow scrounge up $10 to go play pickup basketball for two hours. Fucking That's fucking bullshit. When I was a kid, by I could go Park. play ball in so many different places, bro. And I was living in Scarborough, okay? Mm. I can't find a, a single place that's not somebody rented it out. Oh, sorry. We only have 20 people allowed yeah. in here at a time or $5 some shit. each. Or $5 yeah. each or $10 each. A lot of these kids don't have that money to be doing that. And that's why they want to be playing ball in the first place. They ain't got no money to be doing shit else. Yeah. And that's how they end up getting in trouble. They get it, end up running into niggas on the block. Like, There's so many different things that could be done in the city that would change how things are happening. Yeah. And these fucks refuse to look at that and put the money into those things that can be helping the community. Like, for me, the only way you're going to fix this shit now is starting from the kids. If you're going to fix anything for a city, in my opinion, you got to start with the children. If you don't start with a solid foundation, you, nothing's going to stand. 
So all these kids growing up, all these kids that are old enough now and like the violence, they're already a part of that life. Like there's no after school special, there's no panel, there's no fucking sit down with OGs that are gonna stop these kids from doing what they wanna do at this point. So it's like, start with the kids, man. Start with the kids because if you don't start with the with the, the youth, like you're gonna be lost in the future. It's just gonna get worse and worse. Cops are and, and especially for black kids and brown kids, man, it's it's crazy because cops they're so quick to attach these violent crimes that involve black people as possible gang activity or brown people as possible terrorist activity. But when it's white people, it's an isolated incident. And well, that, oh, all the victims are innocent bystanders. But when when a black shooting happens, all of a sudden... It was all, there was intent. Was a yeah. possible gang member. And we're looking into gang activity and blah, blah, blah. Why can't everybody... Why isn't everyone just innocent? Why isn't everyone just innocent until you look up the facts and find out what's going on? You know, you every, guys make it so fucking obvious you're racist as fuck. Every time I see a white person involved in a mass shooting, I just have the tendency to assume, I have the uh, uh, the tendency to assume that it was fixed. Like this was just to disrupt some bullshit. I don't know, man. It's just it's just really fucked up. This guy was, uh, his name was Faisal Hussein. Of course. And uh, they. I, I'm pretty sure they some there was some media outlet say questioning is this a possible terrorist attack? Oh, because of his name, right? And I'm like, okay, Fuckers. so you guys are just gonna run? I, I was hoping that they would run with it and then be completely wrong and look stupid as fuck. Mm-hmm. But they didn't run with it for long enough before the family released a statement and where they could look stupid as fuck. Um, what they say? Hussein's family said that he had severe mental health challenges, struggling with psychosis and depression his entire life. His family statement continued: the interventions of professionals were unsuccessful. Medication and therapy were un- unable to treat him. While we did our best to seek help for him throughout his life of struggle and pain, oh, oh, sorry, um, we could never imagine that this would be his devastating and destructive end. But like. Okay, if we if he's crazy and if he had mental issues, the issue now is how the fuck did a gun end up in his hands? How the fuck does a mental patient have access to guns? I now don't it's it, like and let's keep it real. Whoever has the guns, about, can chop gun the guns and whatnot. Like yeah, it's how is that person getting the guns? And it always leads back to higher-ups. There's no way guns are coming into the hands of these kids if it's not for some corrupt fucking yeah. cop. I don't know, man. I don't, and when I don't I want to make assumptions. The family but. statement, I was just like, I, because we often go, oh my God, the victims, their poor parents and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's fair, obviously. But I sometimes think about like the, the parents and the family of the, the suspect of the person that was actually shooting. Like, how do they, like, what do they do? How do they go on living a normal life? Because realistically, he, okay, for, for obviously he, um, he died during the altercation with the cops yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And so now it's not like, 
you're going to be going to court cases and um, you got to deal with the legal team and this is going to be an ongoing thing and whatnot. Like, the police come tell you that your, your son or whatever was the one that was involved in this killing. They ask you as many questions as they can get from you. And that's pretty much it, isn't it? Like, is there anything else when it comes to being the parent of a shooter? Fuck, man. It's not like you're going to court. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't feel like there's any closure for you as a, as a parent. Like, there's no, there's no... Unless you're going to these victims' families, which is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, how do you apologize apologize on the behalf of your crazy son? Yeah, like, and even that is like, I don't feel like that's closure. So it's like, what do these people go through? Do they go back to the same job? The the family name is out there now. They people know who this guy is. They know who your parents are. They know who your brother, your sister, whoever it is. So is that a reflection on your parenting ability or who or who you are as a person? Like, know how sheepy people are. Are uh, people gonna just be like, "Yo, fuck you." You fucking raised this fucking kid. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. It's your fucking fault. Like, you know there's going to be idiots like that. Yeah, yeah. And how do these parents deal with that, bro? The parents like, I feel like there needs fault. to be a system in place Fuck. if there isn't for, in a sense, victims of the suspect. Like, they're, they're kind of victims as well. Because they never thought this would happen. They never wanted this to happen. And now it has. And it's on their conscience. And I sh- I'm pretty sure as parents, even for the smallest little things, you kind of look at yourself like, man, is it my fault? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, when I know I, I wasn't the best kid in school, and I can't imagine how many nights my mom was like, oh, oh my could I have God. done better? Yeah. Is this I, my fault? Is this my fault? And I, I'm just giving trouble at school. It, yeah. So imagine someone who, has, who is the parent of a murderer. Not even a murderer, but a murderer without a motive. A murderer that went into a group of people, shot 15 people, and killed two children. And you have that that name to go with it. And you have that name to go with it, plus the added pressure of... The, oh. the added racial pressure that you have to go through, because we all go through it as minorities, where you feel like one person's action is a reflection on your entire culture. Yeah. And then the... the People within your culture themselves. How do they treat you? Right, right. They'll you know shun I mean? you and be like, shun oh, you're you not part of us because you, like, don't want to you've be shamed our culture I, and our people. I, I really, I really want to know what happens for... The family. Families of shooters. Like, and how do they... Like, what process is put in place for them? Because I feel like there needs to be, man. That's, like, it, that's it's, real talk. It's fucking heavy, man. That's not an easy thing to go through. Like, you can't just go back to work the next no. week and... <laughs> hey Bob, like you see the leaf skate, like you can't. So how about so I heard your son killed somebody like, the other day, huh? I would hope like, that people at their workplaces and and their family members and friends are respectful and would you know try to help them and be sympathetic with their position. But I don't fuck, see that happening no. with a lot of people, bro. Because they're gonna look at them and be like, "How could you let your son do that?" Just what your, kind just of your parenting, your, your proximity to someone that murders, I feel taints your image without even you being associated with the murder. Especially if you're a parent. Especially if you're a parent. 
That's fucking. It's ooh. rough, man. It's fucking rough. Have um, you? I mean, have you? There's an article on uh, CBC that was written by the uh, the talented and, and wonderful Amanda Paris. Mm. Um, Shout out to Amanda Paris. Yeah, beautiful, and beautiful Amanda Paris. Mm. And she said, <laughs> "Sorry, <laughs> no, she's a very, very, very beautiful woman." Yes, yes, she um, is. And all, and all, like in every single aspect. Oh yes, she just exudes. Amazing power and awesomeness and strength. <laughs> Amanda, you, you, you shout out to Amanda. We love you. Um, but she um, she wrote an article. Um, and she and she was speaking about the summer of the gun. Yep, she's saying how how reflective and how much this reminded her of it. No. Yeah, but it was also like after the, she wrote after the summer of the gun, arts programs showed potential but fell by the wayside where we set up to fail so you do remember after that summer of the gun there was so much funding given out to like initiatives at risk neighborhoods there was the youth challenge fund there was all these things mm. and i remember even my youth group we were given a hundred thou wow to like put together all these uh crazy festivals all throughout the the priority neighbors in scarborough and I do remember a decline in in gun violence over the years after that, but then it almost seems like that all went to shit after the summer. Because guess what? How many? Take a wild guess of how many gunshots there have been this season. Oh, how many? What do you mean, murders? How how many gun incidents, gunshots do you think happened gun so shots? far? Gunshots? I don't know. Gunshots, man. How am I supposed okay. to know? Gunshots. Three hundred and eight. No gun. No Three hundred and gun incidents. Guess how many of them were actually fatal, and and how many victims there were. Over two hundred plus in comparison to the fifty-two victims during the year of the gun. It's crazy. This year is fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. Like, I used to still feel like yeah, I, I can go to Caravana. It ain't nothing. But this is the year I'm like. I don't think I can go. I don't I'm even. I actually told to my like I'm ready to tell Listen, my shell a, and Shay that I turned I, out a brand deal that I could have been like filming at Carabana, ca- having a camera crew film me, all this stuff. Nah. Like we had a there was a big plans <laughs> for this brand deal, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Can't. Not worth it. I refuse. I'm not gonna risk my life over what, right? Like, for a couple wines, no. Wine, a bunch of wines, likes, and followers. I'm old. I'm old enough <laughs> to know better. And um, I mean, so I so feel like what do we? I hate. I hate that I feel and think this way. But I feel like Toronto gaining gaining notoriety worldwide, especially with our neighbors down south, has really hurt us more than it helped. In a sense, you do know the more people came to Carabana, the more BET showed shine and light on Carabana, the more it led to gunshots. Dog, I'm, it, it's not only that; it's like so. There's it, a trend that it, when all, popularity you know, started in Toronto, apparently. Get the. F- don't say that. I don't. Oh, that hurts my soul. This is, this is a, I don't know if it's real, but this is a rumor that World Star started in Toronto. Oh, let me look this up right but now. But it popped off in America. 
I don't know if it's true. I I, I mean don't care. But we My are Toronto with like we are trailblazers in we, online. Everybody from that world star shit. I I really think that that planted some demon. It really showed like some lifestyles that we weren't accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And that it, we're always, always like some little brother to America where we're like trying to impress big bro. Like, yo, we could be as cool as you. Like, we could be as hard as you. Especially with Americans constantly ridiculing Canadians. Um, Cana- uh, American media is the worst for it. Calling us the polite thing does not help. Um, saying that we apologize for everything does not help. All these things, it's like, uh, who can I compare it to? Who's someone that tries to act hard, but they're not at all? Mm. But they really want you to think they are. Like, bow wow. <laughs> I, would, I was going to say Chris Brown, but I really feel like at some point, Chris Brown really got in with the Bloods, and he's really about that life. Cause, uh, yeah. Young Berg. I can't say he is not or is. I haven't seen him act tough ever. Uh, Safari? I don't know. Safari neither. Safari? I don't know. But they're, they're, just picture someone who acts really tough. Vanilla Ice. But <laughs> what, just wants the acceptance. It's yes. not that they're really tough. They just want that acceptance. And that's what Toronto's doing, I feel like, in so many aspects. And there's so many different factors at play, bro. It's a lot of people calling Toronto soft. A lot of people calling Canada soft and too and, and then and people feeling the need to think, show them up like, yeah, no, like, we're no, we're hard. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah, me show so you how hard I am, yeah, dog. Exactly, exactly. Uh, stupid posturing. It doesn't get you nowhere, it's folks. Just a lot, man. There's just too many different factors involved. I, I'm not an expert in any by any means. Um, all I can do is speak my opinions and what I how I feel about the issues, but just do fucking better Toronto, man. Like I, I just want the best for you. We are just such a beautiful city and to see so many people just like crippled by fear enough that they can't even enjoy their summer the way they want to. Like yeah. we're really sitting down here saying, yo, I don't even know if I can go to Banna. Caribbean is Christmas fucking day in Toronto. It's Christmas day for Caribbeans. It's Christmas day. Imagine saying fuck Christmas. This I'm I'm wondering. Does every other is there any other carnival within the within the world that deals with the same issues we deal with? Like is in Notting Hill, do they ever have to worry about shutting it down because yes. Violence. Yeah. yeah. So it's so it's not just a Toronto. It's not tent. just Toronto at all. No, that and not it's Notting Hill Carnival. Niggas are walking around with acid and, and water guns, bro. Why spraying it on girls that think they're too sick? This is a real thing. Oh my a think, god! A girl's, a girl's pretty, and she no. Think, if you if that guy thinks she thinks she's too sick, he he'll, he'll spray that in her in her face, bro. Tries to get her number. She says no. You'll spray that in her face, man. People get stabbed. I've seen people get jumped at Notting Hill Carnival. I've seen people get beat up at Notting Hill Carnival. Like it's just, it's just like Toronto. Sick. It's just like Toronto. <laughs> no, that's f- yo. 
Every time I hear about this acid shit, I'm like, that's kill me, motherfucker. Yeah, acid shit is Don't throw it. Kill me. Like, you'll, you'll, you'll if I'm alive, the street and see a lot, of, not a lot, but you'll see people that have been like sprayed with the acid or whatever. You'll see the boils or whatever, the disfigurement. On their faces or wherever they got hit, and it's just like fuck, man. Like if you if you acid me and I'm still alive, best believe you're dying, or you're going to live just as fucked up as I am. No way. Oh, I hear stories. I hear about this acid shit and fucking. Oh man, that boils my fucking (sighs) onions. Yeah, we didn't mean to end it on such a sour note. But just we want we want you to do better, Toronto. Come on, Toronto. We have high expectations, high standards. We got a lot of work to do. You remember when we were a number one city? We still are. We are the we were the number the like rated the number one city to live. That was last year in the world. The year before, we still really. We're still there. Yeah. Despite being the most one of the most expensive in North America. Okay. Quality of well, living. Quality of living. And now y'all cool. think it's fucking it up. But as a result of having this quality lifestyle, do not take it for granted. Do not. And feel like this is grounds for you. I'm gonna take life for fun. You know what I'm saying? And to live fucking spoiled and extra entitled. That's Just because you're used to having all these awesome fucking things. Like some bitches. Like, I'm lucky to have... You know, people from other countries living with me, and they see how good we have it here. So I'm reminded of how good we are. But, like, when you grow up here and you live here, you don't realize how good we have it. And you're fucking things up just for the sake of clout or for whatever reason. And Toronto government do better, man. Like, provide more opportunities for these young people to make money. Lower lower fucking housing costs so that people can actually afford to live and don't have to work 24-7 to live. Like, imagine having to work 24-7 to maintain a house that you don't even see because you're working 24-fucking-7. Mm-hmm. Or like because what you're, sense does that make? Or what because kind you're of on the TTC for four hours on your way home. The only thing that they've done recently that, that, that has made any sense is now on the TTC, you, the transfer, for two hours you could use it any hell you want. Really? You can walk to a different stop, the sign transfer stop. You can double back on the same. Say you went down St. Clair and one away, you can come back on St. Clair the opposite way. Why is this a new thing? Honestly, I've I've been watching TTC drivers and TTC tollbooth cats just let me walk through and Yo, let lady? walk through. Bro, they don't give a shit a about payment. About, there's a thing about seeing TTC. I want you guys to pay attention to TTC workers January, February, March. And then pay attention to TTC workers around summertime Summer. leading into fall, winter. The care just starts going Disappearing. down. To, uh, like this one lady fanned me like she was pissed at me for just, wanting to pay. Yeah, just go. Just, just, just walk just, through. Just, I asked, fuck. I gave this woman a $20 bill. Put it down. Adult change. I was like, can I get a change? She's like, just, just go. Just, just, just go. go. Just, just go. I was like. What? Wow. <laughs> I will save the 325 gladly. No problem. No fucking problem. I was trying to be honorable. I was trying to be... I was, and I didn't need to. Yeah. It's one of those ones where I seen a man flash his health card and walk past. Him. <laughs> and I was like... I, I can just walk right through this bitch. And I was like... I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to just carry... I don't even pay taxes. I'm going to do the right thing. Just cut a piece <laughs> of like... Just rip off a piece of the metro and just flash oh. it like it's a like a transfer. They'll let you through. Bro. 
These people do not care. The more, the further on through the year it gets, TTC workers stop caring, bro. That's real shit. But I mean, um, I'm cool with that. I live downtown. I live on the Queen Line, so I've I haven't paid for a streetcar in almost a year. Yeah, so when you live on the Queen Street, it's it's kind of hard to pay for a streetcar. Yeah, I just jump on and hope that I don't see one of them TTC fucking fake white them. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> just jump I'm on trying, and I'm hope I don't like, see what? one of those TTC. Ah, oh, there you go. I see. That was layered. Jeez. Um, we got some mail. Mail. Oh wow, we're yeah. doing mail. Yes, finally, this is the first ever. Extra gravy exclusive for me. Oh, man. Jeez, um, we got mail. Yeah. Okay, uh, first one. Going back to the Papa John's nigga talk. I'm a, half, I'm a half Dominican, half white man that grew up in a very white town. Me and my black girlfriend went back to my hometown to visit. The first thing a white friend said to me after not seeing me for almost two years was, What's good, my nigga? And I was dumbfounded. If this situation was to happen again, how should I handle it? Love the show. Listen every week. Chris. Shout out to Chris. Um, Chris, punch that nigga in the face. Um, <laughs> if, he, if he says some shit like that, just punch him in the face. He should know better. I don't care what town and how small it is. You know you shouldn't be saying nigga. It just kills me when, when you could be like, you'll punch that N-word in the face and he's white. Yeah. I, it always it always makes me laugh. Yeah. It's like, yo, don't you dare say that, but I'm going to call you it. Yep. Right? Hey, them the rules. Because you can't. Yes, them the rules. You can't them call me chink, but I can call you chink. Yep, exactly. <laughs> don't you dare call me nip, you nip. <laughs> nip. Um, what other? Yeah, I, I, I would just say, just I don't know, sock him in the face, man. I don't see what else you can do. Why don't you try educating him before that even happens? Just so, before that even arises as a, as a as a thing. So why don't you think people talk about Takashi and how often he says the N word and him being Mexican? What is it? Is, is it because Mexican? he's because he's a New Yorker? Because when I go to New York, every white guy, everyone fucking says it in New York. Nothing is safe from the N word. A pair of chopsticks. Is an N word. Yeah. Yo, pass me the N words right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, you see these N words right here? I eat with these things. I eat with these little N words, these little skinny ass N word sticks every we like day. To, we take words and like we make things things with words, if that yeah. makes sense. No, Do you, you sure. know what I'm saying? For sure. Like we can make thing we can make words that aren't a verb a verb. It's funny that you say that because Filipinos also make things into things, but as a result of not knowing what that thing is called. So we're like, oh you know the 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 uh, the, the thing, the the thing, the <laughs> What do you I don't know what thing you're talking about. You know the thing, the one the, the, the thing and the thing. So it's funny. But it's crazy that he can get away with like uh, I guess Takashi Six Nine can get away with saying it. And still have love from 50 and all these other black people. And not care that he's saying it. But I'm sure there's another side of the world that's like, yo, fuck you, Takashi. You can't be saying that shit. (laughs) But I don't know. I actually haven't. I didn't even like take into consideration what his background was. For some reason, I thought he was partly black. No. He's just straight Straight Mexican. Mexican. See, but here's the thing with Latinos. Because... 
I find Latinos in New York had such like they were they were kind of in the same boat as blacks in the creation of hip hop and the inception of hip hop. In New York, though, it's in like a lot of facets. Like there's brown guys here that say it. Yeah, in Toronto, like look at Nav. Nav says it. I mean, he can get away with and it. And in Rexdale, I'm pretty sure before he blew up and he was saying it, no one had a problem with it. I knew in my hood I had the pass, mm-hmm. but I knew not to say it because I just didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know? it, there's there's a lot of people that just unknowingly give a pass growing up. So when they get older. And the they pass is not there anymore. No, they, it, it's it, when they get older, they think, "Man, I've been letting this this nigga say nigga for like fifteen years. How am I just gonna turn up on him now?" Yo, have you renewed your your your, your, your car, your pass? Because I don't think you've renewed it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. It's touchy, man. It's my, very touchy. One of my homies said it at a like. <laughs> he said it again at this at this basketball game. Mm-hmm. And was like, I said an N-word. And I was like, yo, you can't say that. I wasn't there wow. at the time. But they looked at him like, oh, yeah, you it's told cool. Yeah, you told but this is told another time. Oh, my God. It happened again. Oh, and I wasn't God. even there to, like, calm it down. So he was like, me, pussy ass. When he said, I was like, well, when he was telling me that he said that, no one looked at him like, oh, you're racist. They're just like, no, not here. Nike sponsors will be mad. That's it? That was it. Wow. And then when he walked up to home, it was, Akil was on the mic. Mm-hmm. He went and he looked at him, you got a problem? What's good? What's good, man? He's like, yo, we good, bro. I know you know his roommate, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, so he didn't pull the race card on you? He was just like, you good? Wow. And I was like, I guess some people get the card and get, get to go. Why like that, though? Well, cause homie's just a fucking G, <laughs> and like if people try to I check him, up. he put he checks you back, and if you can't check him back, then it's like I win. Shut your fucking mouth. Wow. So you gonna bully people <laughs> straight the <laughs> fuck up? Crazy. He can bully. Me. That's fucking crazy. Hey, if an Asian man can bully a black man, it's saying the N word. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's. Let him be. Akil's a very tiny man. <laughs> He's a very small man. Akil don't want no smoke. Uh, hey guys, I'm Samir from Brooklyn. I've been listening to the show since forever. Brooklyn always have me weak. I've been Wait, going Brooklyn, through, Oshawa, Brooklyn, New York. Know, nigga, she didn't say. <laughs> I've been going through something for a long time, and I would love to get some advice from the perspective of a guy. So I'm about nine. I'm about to turn 19. There's this guy that's been in my life since I was like 11. He's my cousin's best friend. He's basically been a family friend for a long time. Since we were young, he had a crush on me, and I had never entertained it until I was 15. And we started talking and getting to know each other. And after seven months, we made it official. I thought the relationship was good and normal. Until a little bit over a year into the relationship, he broke up with me and started dating another girl two months after we ended. Since we had a history, he suggested that we stay in contact. And since I was heartbroken and had no understanding for why the relationship ended, I thought, why not? Thinking that we'd get back together. So at this time, I'm 17 and now I'm about to be 19. And they're still together. And I honestly don't know what to do. Every time I try to stop talking to him, we end up communicating again, and I still have hope that, that one day we'll get back together. I know what I'm doing is wrong, and I really do feel terrible about it, but it's hard, so hard to just end something like that. If you see this, thank you. I love this show, and I hope you guys continue great things. Oh, sweetie. Shout out to Samara from Brooklyn. Um, Samara, sweetheart. Samara from Brooklyn. You trifling? Um, she ain't trifling. He she trifling. Nope. It, they both trifling because she knows he's- She's trifling person. to herself. 
mm, no, she knows he's in a relationship. She knows he's moved on. She didn't understand why, but hey, it's not your job to understand why with people. There are some people that just won't give you a reason, and you have to move on from those people. And, and the fact that not he's even... Time, if they're not even willing to give you a reason. And if he still has you on the side hanging off a string, what does that make you? Hanging fruit. Low you hanging fruit. Hanging low that and that string is ready to cut off. You probably you're not trying, the only one. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're She's, probably not the only side piece. And I I understand you feel this there's a long connection because you have a history since you were eleven, but you're nineteen. Once twenty hits and you start living your twenties. This is old news. This ain't nothing yeah, new. Yeah, you you young as hell. So I know it seems like he's your world. And yeah, oh my God, he's perfect. And no. not to downplay no. you and your situation because of your age, but you know, just keeping it real. When you get older, when you get to our age, a bit older, you're gonna look at this and be like, Ah, I was so dumb. I was so naive. I didn't know. And it's okay because this is all part of the process and growing yep. up and maturing and learning. So just know, homie. Is keeping you on the side because he just likes knowing that he has you on deck. Yep. And for him, that's 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 one of you those convenient. You are the trophy piece. You are convenient. I would like to repeat, you are convenient, convenient. pussy. Now I don't know if you're giving him up, giving him the goods or not, and if you're just a you know a chick on the side that he knows he can call when he needs to feel better about himself. If you're not giving him pussy on the side. You're giving him something. Yeah, you're giving him some He's form. He's taking something from you. That he he wants and desires and knows he can get from you whenever he feels like it. So stop giving it to him. Or take something back. But that's just going to lead to more drama considering he's with somebody. So you just leave that alone. But you're young, so drama isn't invited. Tell that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This is the time to get into shit where you still have years to fix it. Exactly. So if you want to fucking experience life. Most of ain't going to be your friends in three years. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, you know what? Don't feel so bad. Shit happens. This is life. Homie's a piece of shit. For keeping you on the string. And you are Samara from motherfucking Brooklyn, girl. Brooklyn? PK, my nigga. New York City has, what, 10 million people? Girl. Girl. He's one dude. Girl. You're 19. Girl. You you got 20, you got 11 years of good fucks in you. Girl. Ooh. Because <laughs> when you hit 30. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> It is sour the entire fucking <laughs> Jesus. So get it in, boo boo. Nah, that's when women's sex drive just get higher and higher and no, higher. That is true. Your biological clock gonna run out though. By yeah. that's what I was referencing them though. Eggs, like it's you it's might need to get them eggs once you start them. like feeding for like having kids, then that's when it should change. But I mean, who am I to speak on women's behalf? Yeah. I don't know shit. Shout out to Samir from Brooklyn. Shout out to everybody. Uh, make sure if you guys have any questions, any advice, anything all you guys want to send to us and have us read on the show email us at the extra gravy show at gmail.com and we'll get back to it on the show thank you guys so much for listening make sure you guys uh check out our twitter extra gravy show our instagram extra gravy show um if you haven't been on the itunes um the yeah. apple podcast app to rate us five stars and review us please do so 
Um, if you well, that's if you'd like to show it off to give us five stars. If not, mm-hmm. give us what you want. Um, and ladies, never begged. Um, send money to Marlon. Yes, Marlon yes. needs. Uh, some some money. Yes, he needs himself a sugar mama. <laughs> oh, and if you're not doing anything this Saturday, and you're in the Toronto area, come to the Bentway, where Marlon and I will be hosting an ox god battle between Team Jamaica and, and Team Trinidad. Yes, Team Trinidad versus Team Jamaica in an auxiliary god. Battle sound clash. You guys remember Ox God Game? If you guys have been to the live show, um, you seen how we get down. If you've been to North by Northeast, you saw how we got down. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun this Saturday at the Bentway. At what time? That's from three to four. Part of the Back and Al, the Back and Al Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, under the Bentway, that's where the uh, the DVP. It's basically the Gardner Expressway. How you getting there? It's right by like uh, I'm. I am taking an Uber. It is two fifty. Uh, what is the exact address? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, yeah, we'll but yeah, just look it up. Thebentway.ca. We'll post uh, it on the Instagram. The the extra gravy Instagram. Yes, um, and I know it's still a few weeks from now, but you better get your tickets because this shit's gonna get sold out uh-huh. August nineteenth. Bear jokes. Bear jokes. Yours truly, and of course. The amazing Mr. Marlon McFly will be doing their comedy. We'll be doing our comedy Keith thing. Pedro? Keith Pedro. Comedian tricks. Com- comedian tricks. Frankie Champong. And of course, the Scarborough doctor himself, Mr. Paulie T. Polly Thompson. And I have a stand up next Friday, August 3rd. Um, we're going to be doing it alongside Spoken Reasons, Ha Davis, and Mr. Lewin. Shouts, Mr. Louie. Um, so make sure you guys come check that out for some Caravan of Friday fun and laughs. I'll be doing about five minutes of comedy, five to ten minutes, who knows, because um, I tend to go over my time and not look at people when they're flashing me off the stage because I don't know how to do that yet. <laughs> In more ways than <laughs> one. Hey! Um, and yeah, next Friday also me and Femi are doing Jollof Rice Jerk Chicken. Jollof Jerk, August um, 3rd. Yo. you guys came last year, <laughs> bro. you know how fucking lit it got. We got a bigger venue. We're going to have, we're expecting even more people. It's going to be absolutely insane. Um, it's my birthday weekend, so please come out. No guest list. Pay for that ticket. 42 Supper Club. It's uh, going to be stupid. It's going down. It's, it's going to be lit. So uh, thank you guys for listening to another week of the Extra Gravy Show. Extra Gravy! Three hours on the motherfucking dot. Boom! I'm Marlon. I'm Big Normie Norm. And that was the Extra Gravy. Every day just around me When me cry out in here, my plea Some girl work every day till them need Normally being a little extra can be a bit much But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.